number one versus number two. In the 45 years of FCS football, it's only happened once in the regular season. Today, a sellout crowd has squeezed into the Fargo Dome to witness history. The top spot in the polls, the Dakota Marker Trophy, the inside track to home field advantage in the playoffs, and a leg up on the Missouri Valley Football Conference title. It all goes to the winner. Number one, North Dakota State. Number two, South Dakota State. Let the talking end and the hitting begin. We are just moments from kickoff, and it's time for our pregame weather report presented by DeKalb. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb brand corn. Scotty, how are we doing on the sidelines? We are doing excellent here on the sidelines, but wherever you might be listening to us, maybe it's Edinburgh, Scotland. Maybe you're in Scotland on a combine. It's beautiful weather here at the Fargo Dome. Breezy 52, we could have played this outdoors today and it would have been an okay day, but inside the Fargo Dome, pleasant weather, all of the lights are back on. The Jackrabbits in their home white, or rather their iced out whites and the Bison in their home green and yellows, so all is well here at the Fargo Dome. Rick Warney is our referee who is about to oversee our coin toss. There are four captains from each side at the 50 yard line getting set for the coin toss. Gentlemen, welcome to today's game. We've got a coin here. The yellow in the middle is heads. This side is tails. You're the visitor. What's your call? Heads. The call is heads. Skronowski who called Mr. it. Osmondston is going to flip the coin. Heads is the call. It is heads. You won the toss. South Dakota State won the toss. Let's to defer. So South Dakota State wins the toss and defers. North Dakota State. We'll receive this in. And the Good Jacks luck, will kick from right to left. It'll be the Bison to get the ball first. That was one of the talks during the week. What would the Jacks do if they indeed win the toss, Albahi? And they elect to defer. They'll take the ball to start the second half. They'll be on defense to open things. And that's not a bad thing at all. As good as this Jackrabbit defense has been, put them on the field first. As good as the NDSU running game has been, the Bison, I think, probably feel that they've got the advantage. So we're going to get that matchup that we've been looking forward to right off the get-go with the number three rushing offense against the number three rushing defense. Let's tee it up, baby. The Bison have won 13 consecutive games in this building. This is the 30th season the Bison have played football in the Fargo Dome. There have been 37 sellouts. This is number 37. The volume level can reach 115 decibels. The Jackrabbits did their best to replicate that in the Sanford Jackrabbit Athletic Complex during the course of the week, and they got it up to 110 decibels at times. 10 times NDSU has drawn 19,000 people with the standing room only package that went on sale late this week and then was completely sold out of that. They are anticipating 19,000 today. We shall wait and see. Scotty mentioned the iced outlook for the Jacks. White helmets, white tops with Jackrabbits in blue outlined in yellow on the top of the front of the jersey and blue numbers outlined in yellow below that. And then the player numbers on the back. NDSU wearing its yellow helmets with a Bison logo on either side. Green tops, yellow numerals, and letters of Bison on the front. Just the numbers on the back and yellow pants. New turf here at the Fargo Dome, which means the lines are straight from sideline to sideline. Presumably. It's a far cry from what it was. Exactly. Hunter Dustman has the ball teed up on the right side of the 35-yard line. The Bison have two deep men, and they are very good in the return game. 
Raja Nelson is one of the two men deep for North Dakota State. The other, a change of pace, will be DJ Hart, a junior wideout out of Atlanta. Nelson had a 50-yard kick return last year against North Dakota. One versus two for the second time ever in the FCS during the regular year is underway. And Nelson receives the kickoff three yards into the end zone, puts a knee to it, and it's a touchback. And the Bison start at their own 25. Cody Mauck, who was an NFL prospect at left tackle. Nash Jensen at left guard. Brandon Westberg starting for the injured. Jalen Sundell at center. Jake Kubis at right guard. Mason Miller is the right tackle. And Cam Miller, high school teammate of Adam Bach, the junior out of Solon, Iowa, the ninth best passing efficiency in the FCS, completed 21 of 27 passes in the Bison win at Indiana State last week. He has an eye formation, Hunter Lipke, who has four times rushed for 100 yards, 10 total touchdowns, fourth most in the FCS. He dots the eye behind Hunter Brogio. One wide either side, Miller under the center, Westberg on first and 10. Play fake, rolling out to the right side, looking, throws it near side, and the ball is tipped away by Malik Lofton from the intended receiver, Jake Lippy. But coming up from the backside, the tight end, Joe Stuffel, caught the pass on a deflection to the 34-yard line for close to nine yards. What a freak play that benefits the Bison on the opening snap. And it's just the way the ball bounces the Bison way. Malik Lofton, great coverage from the backside, coming over top without interfering, knocked that ball away. It's just that Stuffel was right there to have that ball into his hands for the catch. Tenth reception for Stuffel, playing for the injured Noah Gindorf, a dynamic Bison sixth-year senior who was out for the season. Second and a long one for NDSU. Four down lineman, shotgun snap, hand to Lipke, running left. He's tripped up, but picks up the first down. Lipke tripped up to the 36-yard line. That's about a three-yard gain for Lipke as the Bison move the sticks. Opening minute of this matchup, Lipke is 6'1", 236. Fifth year senior out of Spencer, Wisconsin, and SDSU defensive coordinator Jimmy Rogers waxed poetically about Lipke earlier this week. He said, we've got to bring him down with the first tackle, first hit, and they were fortunate they got an ankle trip on him right there because he was into the second level with a lot of green turf ahead of him. Bison, three wides right, one wide left, and Rajan Nelson, empty set for Miller. Jack's four down lineman, that's all that come. Miller a deep drop, he'll throw it near side. Zach Mathis makes the catch along the right sideline, and then he gets lifted up into the air and put down by Malik. Lofton near his own 43-yard line. They'll actually give him the 44, it would appear. So Mathis for a gain of close to eight on first down. Mathis with 13 receptions on the season. He leads the team in that stat. Had a career day, six for 88 last week in Terre Haute. And all of his catches last week came in the second half. Jackrabbit secondary was a little soft on that one. They're not going to get beat deep right away on this first drive, so they were willing to give up that eight-yard connection. Bison second and two at their own 44. Right hash under center, Cam Miller. Handoff up the middle. This is Lipke for a first down, running through a tackle across midfield to the 44 of South Dakota State. He was initially wrapped up by Isaiah Stallbird and drug him for an extra six yards. That is a gain of 12 at a first down, and that's what Lipke can do. He is so hard to bring down one-on-one. -on -one. Well, and you talk about what Jimmy Rogers said about him. And Jimmy Rogers earlier this week said Lipke could very well be a top 20 player in all of Division I football. You asked him to clarify all of Division I, and he said absolutely. He said he's good at everything. They'll put him in the slot. They'll run him out of that tailbox. He can do everything. Great hands, and as we saw there, incredibly strong. Play fake by Miller, rolling left. He'll lob a ball to the far sideline. Catch made by Mathis, evades one tackle, breaks the second, and stumbles to the Jackrabbit 30. And we have an injured Jackrabbit on the far side as well. 
well. Down is Dayton McGoy, who got up holding his right shoulder, and he limps off to the Jackrabbit sideline. That's 14 yards to Mathis. Bisoner at the 30, 12-20 first quarter, no score. And now three first downs, three passes on first down for NDSU. And they're looking for Zach Mathis and what he has done. This is a continuation of last week after he makes those catches. He's pretty good with yards after the catch as well, picking up some extra yards and that time moved the chains again. Three minutes in, no score. Top ranked buys into the Jacks 31st and 10. A toss to Lipke, running left, has some room, breaks the tackle, pushing the pile 25-24, and he drags a man close to the first down. They'll mark him down to the 21. That's a nine-yard gain. This is some big boy running for Lipke. Four rushes, 22 yards. Lipke had 14 rushes for 43 in the spring meeting and did not carry the football in the fall meeting against the Jacks last year. And to give you an example of what this offensive line does, backup center Brandon Westberg getting his second straight start maintained his block all the way to the white sideline in front of the Jackrabbit bench. These guys do that every single play. They mark Lipke back to the 22 of the Jacks, so it's second and two, three receivers, one left, two right. Shotgun snap Miller, he'll throw it to the near side, wide open, making the catch as DJ Hart evades a tackler along the right sideline, and he's into the end zone for a North Dakota State touchdown. D.J. Hart, the junior out of Atlanta, only five catches this year. Phoenix Sproles, one of the starters, is injured, out for the second consecutive week. They threw to Hart, who was wide open in the right flat. He made a man miss in space, and then was able to stay inside the right boundary and take it to the house to give NDSU the early lead. Well, part of the reason they're having success is the Jackrabbits are lining up to try to stop that run. They know that North Dakota State wants to pound the rock. So they've mixed things up with some good play calling. They've been a little soft in their coverage. That time, Stephen Orell missed the tackle after the catch by Hart, and that's what allowed him to break free and get into the end zone. The extra point from Griffin Krosa, good off the Caden Steindorf hold, and North Dakota State takes the early lead here in Fargo. The Northland Ford dealers drive, summary seven plays, 75 yards in three minutes and 53 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Top-ranked North Dakota State, seven. Second-ranked South Dakota State, nothing. SDSU will receive the ball for the first time today. When you come back, this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 11.07 to go in the first quarter from the Fargo Dome. It's North Dakota State 7 and South Dakota State 0. What an opening drive for NDSU to get the scoring started. Looking to freshen up your Jackrabbit's wardrobe? Turn to Authentic Brand. The quality and unique styles are just what you need to look your best on game days and every day. Shop Authentic-Brand.com today. And wherever you compete, winning has roots. You can perform your best on the field with DeKalb. Brent Bowen, Scotty Quaz, Albahi, I'm Tyler Merriam, NDSU, the opening salvo. What a drive by the Bison, and again, they do it. Three of three for 31 yards passing on first downs on that drive. So Tyler Roll, the Bison offensive coordinator, goes off script and has a tremendous amount of success. Jackrabbits, two deep men waiting on the kickoff. It is Angel Johnson on the near side, Jaden Yonke on the far side. And this kickoff has plenty of leg, end over end, and a fair catch called for and made by Jaden Yonke. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet, a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. So how will the Jackrabbits respond, taking over first and 10 at their own 25? The All-Americans, Greenfield and McCormick on the left side of the line. Miller the center, Barron, and O'Brien on the right side. 
Hines the tight end, the Yankees and Bauer the wideouts, Davis the running back with Gronowski, and the Fargo Dome is about to reach a tremendous level of a roar, and the NDSU defense encouraging it, including the defensive end from Watertown, the All-American Spencer Wagey. Jacks with Gus Miller running the show as the center, using a different silent count than they did at Iowa. Shotgun snap, Gronowski swings it right side, Jaden Yankee, and he's hit right as he caught the football at the line of scrimmage by Michael Tutsi, the All-American safety. The Bison have an All-American at safety, at linebacker, and at defensive end. Tutsi the stop on Jaden Yankee for no gain. And that's a play that has been very efficient and effective for the Jackrabbits the last couple of weeks, that just two receivers screen out to the Yankees, dropping back and trying to get a play in space, but against this Bison secondary, as we have seen last week against Indiana State, and already on that first play, they're very good open field tacklers. And no Tucker Craft for SDSU. Three wides, Hines wing back right. Davis alongside Gronowski, play fake. Gronowski pumping, pumping, throws right side, catches made by Hines, who lowers his shoulder, runs through a Bison tackle of Destin Tauber to the sticks for a first down, right to the 35-yard line. A physical finish to that catch by Hines. His 15th reception of the year, 16th straight game with a catch for Hines. That is a first Dakota first down. Well, Gronowski that time standing in the pocket had time to go through his reads. He had time to look downfield to his first and second options. They were covered. Again, this secondary for the Bison is solid. They're stout and then finds Hines on the sideline as his third read. First down after Zach picks up the yards after catch. First and 10, high snap. Gronowski comes up with it, hands to Davis, who runs through a tackle, then gets lifted into the air and put down after a three-yard gain to the 38 by Dawson Weber, the free safety. 9.45 opening quarter. It is top right, North Dakota State 7. South Dakota State nothing. Bison went right down the field with an impressive drive. Now the Jacks trying to counter with a second and seven between the hashes at their own 38. SDSU, 27 points per game, 350 yards of offense. The Bison, the eighth best defense in the nation as far as yards allowed at 281. They give up just 17 points a game. Wide left, Jaden Yonke. Slot right, Canyon Bauer. Wide right, Jackson Yonke. Hines up back left. The tailback is Davis. Gronowski fakes to him, rolls out to the left side, being pressured, still looking to throw, backpedaling, and throws it down the near sideline incomplete. Jaden Yonke in the area, but he was covered by Dawson Weber and Dustin Talbert, and the Jacks will face a third down and seven. The fake to Isaiah Davis. Davis was going to the right, and then Gronowski rolls away from Spencer Wagey. We talked about it in the pregame. He's incredibly good coming off that left defensive end with the speed and quickness he has. Tough, tough assignment this afternoon for John O'Brien. He's matched up over there against Wagey. But O'Brien, as Coach uh, Lujan told us earlier in the week, coming off his best game of the season over at that right tackle position. Bison are the best in the Valley defensively on third down. Three receivers right, one left. Now Hines realigns to the left. Davis on the left tip of Gronowski. Third and seven. Bison rush four. Gronowski floats the ball to the right side. Jaden Yonke has it 45. Right numbers midfield. Spins inside the 45 to the North Dakota State 44-yard line. 18 yards and a first Dakota first down. Gronowski hung in the pocket, made the throw, had his shoe come untied, and calmly drops to a knee and reties it after breaking the Bison on third down. Well, he took a hit from Spencer Wagey, too, off of that left end. You said it right. He hung in the pocket knowing he was going to get hit and put that pass right where it needed to be to keep this drive alive for the Jacks. 7-0 Bison. Jacks, their opening drive from right to left they go. 8:35 opening quarter in the Fargo Dome at the North Dakota State 44 first 
first and ten. Two tight ends to the left, Morgan behind Hines. Shotgun snap, give to Davis, running right to the 42, near the 41-yard line. It is a three-yard gain for Isaiah Davis. And both teams here, they know they want to run the football, but they're being a little aggressive in the passing game on their opening series. I think it's to try to catch that defense off guard because both teams know that they want to establish the run. They need to have an effective run game to set things up but they're also throwing in some, some change-ups, if you will, with the passing plays that we've seen here in this first quarter. Seventh play of the SDSU drive on the right or far hash at the Bison 41. Four wides, two left, two right. One of them is Hines. It's Davis behind Gronowski in a pistol. Bison four down lineman on second and seven. Shotgun snap, hand up the middle to Davis. Inside the 40, breaks a tackle inside the 35. And a physical run to the North Dakota State 32. Nine yards and a first Dakota National Bank first down, serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for 150 years. First Dakota, where the locals go. Nice blocking downfield by Evan Berenston that time and a physical run as you described it by Isaiah Davis. We've been used to seeing him break into the second level and get to the outside edge and this year he has really put on some extra muscle and some bulk and is running very physically up the middle of the field. Four rushes, 15 yards for Davis. He's to the right of Gronowski. Shotgun snap, give to Davis. Running around the left edge but we have whistles first. I believe a jackrabbit moved early. The play has been stopped, the flag is we'll down. Offense, number 78, five-yard penalty, first down. John O'Brien, the right tackle out of Eaton Rapids, Michigan. And it looked like Davis had some room, but then again, some of the players stopped, so it's hard to tell. Exactly, yeah, there was room on the outside, but as you said, the whistle had blown the play dead already. Crowd, of course, takes credit for that flag. Seven play, 43-yard drive. Jacks have had the ball for over four minutes. They break the huddle with the ball between the hashes at the NDSU 37. 7-0 NDSU, seven minutes left, first quarter. Two receivers left, one right. Jaden Yonke in the backfield with Davis and Gronowski. Gronowski swings it to Yonke left side, who is ankle tackled almost, spun through it, broke a second, and then Jaden Yonke works his way to the 33-yard line. That's only a gain of about four, but Yonke twice could have been down shy of the line of scrimmage, and he does gain four. That's his third reception of this opening drive. Well, and a gain of four, and he took four different hits, yeah. spinning out of the first tackle, gets hit by two other defenders, and picks up four, almost the five that they lost on the penalty. That's a tough piece of running by Yonke. Jack's behind the sticks after the first and 10 false start, made it first and 15. The four yard gain, now second and 11. Wide right, Devin Cole Jr., slot right, Zach Hines. Wide left, Jackson Yonke, slot left, Canyon Bauer, confusion, and Mark Gronowski will use a timeout. That had nothing to do with noise. First charge timeout. Bauer was trying to line up in the slot to the left and was looking at Jackson Yonke. The two were motioning to one another. Bauer was not understanding where he needed to be. Gronowski saw it and called timeout. 6-10 to play in the first quarter. Top-ranked North Dakota State leads number two South Dakota State 7-0. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back inside of the Fargo Dome. It's North Dakota State 7, South Dakota State nothing with 6-10 left to go in the opening quarter. This 19th Dakota Marker game is brought to you by Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. You can watch the Jacks while dining in or enjoy great takeout options. Cubby's is your Jackrabbit game day headquarters in downtown Brookings. And many thanks to our friends with Peterson Farm Seed. Well, they do everything that it takes to help farmers raise more bushels. They're that kind of seed company. If you're that kind of a farmer, give them a call or visit petersonfarmseed.com. Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Scotty Quaz, 
Brent Bowen, our entire Jackrabbit Sports Network crew on hand inside the Fargo Dome. South Dakota State, after the timeout, a second and 11, has Mike Morgan behind Gronowski, Amar Johnson behind him. Gronowski in a shotgun, an I-formation pistol set, two wides right, one left. Now the backs go to either hip of Gronowski. Eyes and four down lineman, blitzes on, screen left side, caught by Jackson Yonke, but what a play from James Kayser, the linebacker, who had him wrapped up and threw him down as soon as he caught it. It's a loss of one, and SDSU barely at the 34 of the Bison, facing a third down and 12. Kayser is a good one. One of four players on this Bison defense with more than 20 tackles so far on this season. Almost like they had a spy on Yonke there, and Kayser went right in his back pocket. Jackrabbits have one third down conversion already. This is the 10th play of the drive. They need 12 to reach the NDSU 22. Jackson Yonke wide left and four receivers right, including Davis, who now realigns in the backfield. Bison have four at the line of scrimmage. Shotgun snap, give to Davis. Cuts right, 35. Has some room up the middle, 30. Inside the 25. Diving inside the 20. First down, yellow and blue. Isaiah Davis, a one-man wrecking machine to the 19-yard line of the Bison. What an outstanding cutback by Isaiah Davis. This play was going to the left. The line had their defenders sealed off that way, and he saw a lane back into the middle of the field and made a quick put his foot in the ground, cut back to the right to move the sticks for the Jacks. Wagey lost contain on that side, and that left an open hole for Davis. 15-yard gain for Davis, four rushes, 30 yards. Under five minutes opening quarter, buys in seven, Jacks nothing. SDSU at the North Dakota State, 19 first and 10. An early movement there. Wagey came across the line and made contact with John O'Brien, and the indication is O'Brien moved early. Offense, number 78, five-yard penalty, first down. John Stigelmeyer is barking at two of the officials on the side, thinking that NDSU initiated that early movement, and the flag should have been on North Dakota State. The veteran head coach is letting the officials hear it. This is uh, game number 303 Stig has been a head coach for. I've been watching that matchup over there with O'Brien and Wagey, and I'm, I'm on Stig's side on that one. I mean, he reacted to Wagey coming across the line. I think Stig might have just bet a malt on that one. He had a handshake with the line judge. First and 15 jacks <laughs> at the Bison 24. Up back to the left is Kevin Brenner as Gronowski will hand to Davis, running off the right, inside the 20, inside the 10, stiff arms, multiple men, and he's into the end zone. Are you kidding me? Isaiah Davis, touch, down, Jackrabbits. The physicality of Isaiah Davis on this run, he got hit by three, four, five different Bison defenders on his way into the end zone. Nobody wrapped him up, and you cannot wrap up Isaiah Davis. He put a right hand on the shoulder of James Kayser and threw him to the turf and then ran over Michael Tutsi to the end zone. And, Scotty, what do Tutsi and Kayser have in common? They are both All-Americans, but so is Isaiah Davis. Hunter Dustman to try the extra point off the Keaton Heidi hold. It is up, and it is good. Good grief, the Jackrabbit touchdown, a 24-yard run by Isaiah Davis, his sixth of the year, 23rd of his career, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. The Jackrabbit scoring drive, 11 plays, 75 yards in six minutes and 46 seconds. 11.75 in 646. Go further with the fuel efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs.
see for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Tyler, what's that I hear in the Fargo Dome? Silence. Silence. And That's is. the way you silence a crowd is with the drive and finish off with an outstanding run like that. SDSU 7, NDSU 7, 421 opening quarter. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Fargo Dome, all tied up at 7. What a response by that Jackrabbit offense, and especially Isaiah Davis, a couple incredible runs with 421 left to go in the first quarter. Follow along with today's game on the official website of SDSU Athletics, gojacks.com. 7-7, Jackson buys it all knotted up. And this kickoff is presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet, a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. It'll be Hunter Dustman to kick off from right to left. And NDSU with Rajah Nelson and DJ Hart, the man who caught the touchdown pass for NDSU back to return. Impressive opening drive by the Bison, mainly through the air, and then Isaiah Davis trying to one-up Hunter Lipke with a couple of remarkable runs. High end over end kick. This ball will be returnable at the two-yard line for Nelson. Running right to left to the 10, 15 with a crease, 20. 25 cuts right, 30, 35, and he's run down from behind. Close to the 40-yard line, Trevor Scott, the freshman linebacker, made a touchdown-saving tackle after a 38-yard return by Rajah Nelson. Let's pause 10 seconds to allow stations to identify themselves. You're listening to South Dakota State Football. Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Brent Bowen, Scotty Quaz, talent statistician Brad Peterson. Great to have you with us from the Fargo Dome for the second ever meeting in the regular season between the number one and number two teams in the country. Each team a touchdown at its opening possession. Bison from its own 41st and 10. Trap play, running left with some room. It's Dominic Ganella through a hole midfield. Left sideline 45 inside the 40, and he's tackled from behind by Dyshawn Gales at the 35 of South Dakota State. So Ganella for 25 yards. His second longest run of the year, a 5'11 junior out of Riverview, Florida. And he is a different kind of running back from Hunter Lipke. Ganella is the one they want to get out into space, get him on the edge as they did right there. A stretch play where he can read off of his blocks, make the cuts, and then he's got some speed. He's also had some struggles holding on to the football that time he did. One wide either side, double tights to the right. Under center is Cam Miller. He'll take the snap, fake a handoff, rolling out right. Bach is hitting his former high school team, and as he throws a deep ball down the right sideline, and it's DJ Hart again, who makes the catch on the crossing route inside the 10, and he's knocked out of bounds at the SDSU 6. 29 yards to DJ Hart, his longest catch of the year. The junior out of Atlanta had five receptions in the first six games of the year, but he's been targeted for two huge plays on the first two series. And again, Miller, after that ball fake, rolling out right, he stood in there and took another hit as well, took a shot as he delivered that. But nice break by Hart on a double move to get out to the sidelines and set up the Bison first and goal at the six. NDSU in the Case IH red zone. Lipke to the left of the quarterback, Miller. Shotgun snap, Miller will follow Lipke, running left, through a hole into the end zone. Touchdown, North Dakota State. Cam Miller doing it with his arm and now with his legs. Third rushing touchdown against the Jackrabbits in his career, and that's his third score of the season on the ground for the quarterback out of Solon, Iowa. And that quickly, North Dakota State regains the lead. Miller, a six-yard touchdown run. 
Rajah Nelson at the 38-yard kick return to set up a three-play, 60-yard drive that took one minute and 11 seconds. That is your Northland Ford dealer's drive summary as the Griffin Prosa extra point is good to make it 14 to seven. We invite you to go further with the fuel efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Miller entered today with the ninth highest passing efficiency in all of the FCS. He is five of five today for 82 yards. That's an efficiency of 303.8. If you're up near 200, that's considered pretty good. So Miller playing out of this world in the opening quarter. I think a lot of people, Tyler, anticipated this was going to be a defensive battle and a low-scoring game, and here we are in the first quarter with 21 points total already, and the Jackrabbits haven't even had the ball for their second possession yet. Well, so consider this, uh, Al. This is the seventh game of the year. In four of the first six, the Jacks allowed 14 points or less. They have already allowed 14 in the first two drives. That's the seventh time, by the way, an opponent has scored on SDSU in fewer than two minutes of runtime. Griffin Crosa will kick from left to right. Top ranked North Dakota State 14, second ranked South Dakota State 7. Three drives, three touchdowns. Crosa's left to right kick towards the far side. Fair catch called for at the one and made by Jaden Yonke. So the Jacks take over at their own 25-yard line. Scooter, you've been through a few of these on that Fargo Dome sideline. What's the energy like? There's a lot of energy, obviously, down here. And everybody, of course, uh, Waiting for that uh, you know, one big mistake or that one big play that each team has had now. The Isaiah Davis run on the other end, and now this big pass play down the middle. The Bison's certainly airing it out at key times, and that all five of those uh, that Miller have thrown have been really effective plays. 3-0-2 in the first. The Jacks, who went down the field and scored with that long drive, 85 yards in all with a couple of penalties. Davis ran for 54 on five attempts, including the touchdown run of 24. He's behind Gronowski, and John O'Brien moved early again against Spencer Wagey. We'll start offense 78. Third false start, and you talk about the moment not being too big for people. Right now, Spencer Wagey, the All-American defensive end out of Watertown, is in the head of the Jackrabbit right tackle, John O'Brien. Well, we talked about it earlier. O'Brien knows he's got his hands full against this guy, and he wants to get that edge, just get that extra step. But I think twice now, he's actually reacted to Wagey instead of uh, waiting for that snap. First and 15 jacks from their own 20. Shotgun snap, Gronowski, and the play is blown dead yet again. Call that on Isaiah Davis, the running back. So that's four false starts by SDSU. Jacks had a huge issue with pre-snap penalties at Iowa. Zach Lujan, the offensive coordinator, said they worked a lot on that. He felt very confident they were going to have things sorted out coming into the Fargo Dome. So far, that's not the case. Four false starts in this first quarter. And the Jacks a first and 20 at their own 15. Two wides right. Double tights realigned from the right to the left. Davis behind Gronowski in a pistol. First and 20 Jacks. Helmet eye shotgun snap. Hands to Davis. Running left. Breaks the tackle. Just about broke a big run. Ankle tackling him was Luke Wirtz, the fourth-year junior middle linebacker at the 20. Davis for five, but he nearly went for a whole lot more. Yeah, if he'd have been able to step out of that ankle tackle by Wirtz, like you said, he again had made that cut back into the middle of the field and had some open space. Jack Rabbits just need to recompose, 
They struggled through these offensive penalties, pre-snap penalties before. And yes, it's frustrating as a coach, but as a player, you need to maintain your composure. Forget that one. Come back and focus on the next play. Amar Johnson in for Davis as the back. Two wides left, one right. Four down lineman for NDSU at second and 15. A one-step. Gronowski will run and nowhere to go. Tried to run behind right guard and tackle Berenson and O'Brien. And the Bison hit the hole hard, stretched it out well. Multiple NDSU defensive linemen, Spencer Wagey will most start stand him up. It's a one-yard gain. Jacks are looking at third and 14. Well, Zach Lujan told us on Thursday that in third and longs, we may tend to play a little closer to the vest, a little conservative. We saw them do that, but Isaiah Davis rumbled for 14 yards and picked up a first down. Deep in your own territory, will they go conservative or will they try something different? They've got an empty backfield right now. They converted two third downs on their opening drive. Empty backfield for Gronowski, third and 14. Screen right side, Jaden Yaki makes the catch, breaks one tackle, looping from right to left to the 25, lowering his shoulder out to the 28-yard line of his own. Jaden Yaki for a nice gain of seven, but the Jacks needed to gain 14. And so SDSU will be forced to punt with 1.22 in the clock running in the opening quarter. And top-ranked North Dakota State leading number two, South Dakota State, 14-7. to Tell you what, that really showed the speed that this Bison defense has because Yankee went from the far side of the field, came all the way back this side, and had some open space that the, the pursuit by that yellow and green never stopped, and they corralled him short of that first down. Jaden Price is an All-American punt returner. He's back at his own 30. Dustman stands at the Jackrabbit 13. Here's the snap, NDSU only four rushers. Dustman gets it away, not a lot of hang time, a spiraling kick. Price at his own 29, right numbers 30, 35, angling to the near sideline, and he is out of bounds. Kevin Brenner made the hit that forced him out at the NDSU 41-yard line. So the punt is 43, the return by Price is 12, and North Dakota State will begin its third possession at its own 41. The Bison, an impressive opening march, doing it with the majority of the work through the air. And Cam Miller connecting with his wideout DJ Hart on a 22-yarder to make it 7-0. The Jacks responded, multiple third downs converted. Isaiah Davis, a beast of a 24-yard run to even the tally. Then NDSU, a 48-yard return in the kickoff game by Rajon Nelson. The Jacks go 60 yards in three plays. The Bison, excuse me. Cam Miller, a six-yard touchdown run. NDSU, a 14-7 lead. And then SDSU goes three and out. The Bison were late getting out of the huddle. And to avoid a delay of game penalty, North Dakota State calls its first timeout. 44 seconds left in the opening quarter. Hefty brand 40 series corn is the first corn seed designed for high performance and soil temps as low as 40 degrees. And we're in the Hefty Seed broadcast booth. Grant Bowen, Al Bahi, I'm Tyler Merriam, Scotty Quaz down on the field. So much hype into this game. And Matt Entz, the NDSU head coach in year number four, two-time FCS coach of the year, spent all week telling everybody, including his team, the Jacks were clearly the number one team in the country. The Bison did not deserve their ranking. They're trying to change the thought of the head coach today. Hunter Lipke runs up the middle to the 43-44 yard line, about a three-yard gain for Lipke. Lipke now four rushes, 25 yards, but Entz played that psychological game all week with his team trying to hype things up. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's a motivational approach to try to get them a little bit more fired up instead of thinking we are the better team to say, no, you're not. They're the better team, so you need to go out and prove it to me that you are deserving of this number one ranking. This is a dinged up Jackrabbit defense. Two wides to the right, tight end left, a back on either side of Cam Miller, the quarterback. 
Shotgun snap to Miller. He will hand it off, running right to left. TK Marshall had a nice crease, crosses the 45 to the 47, close to the 48-yard line. Coming up and making the tackle, the safety Colby Herter, and that'll wrap things up on our first quarter of play. After 15 minutes on the Dakota Bank scoreboard, it is top-ranked NDSU 14, second-ranked South Dakota State 7. The Bison have a third down and three, just shy of midfield when the second quarter begins, so we invite you to stay tuned. You're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. 14-7 is our score as we are about to start the second quarter here from the Fargo down North Dakota State. A couple of touchdowns on their first two drives. Farming the band's well-built equipment. Kubota equipment that's proven for over a century. Tractors rated number one in durability and owner experience. Hay tools backed by a two-year warranty. Sidekick utility vehicles for durability meets speed. And productive SSV skid steers. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. And football season means hunting season. Good luck to all those trying to shoot the ring next this weekend here. And again, uh, if you're not cheering out the Jackrabbits and you want to do some pheasant hunting, you can certainly do that. The greatest pheasant hunting in the country in South Dakota. Get your license today visiting gfp.sd.gov. Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Brent Bowen, Scotty Quaz, our entire crew on hand of the Fargo Dome for the second ever regular season meeting between teams ranked one and two in the FCS poll. South Dakota State has had the ball more than the Bison, nine minutes to barely six for NDSU. NDSU with 142 yards to SDSU's 98, but this will be the first third down of the game for the Bison. NDSU on its first two drives, racking up 102 of its 142 yards on first down snaps. And the two quarterbacks have been almost flawless. Mark Gronowski threw a ball away. He's completed his other six. He's six of seven for 38 yards. Cam Miller, the NDSU QB, five of five for 82 yards. He's thrown for a score and run for another. Isaiah Davis, six rushes, 59 yards for the Jacks. Lipke has four carries for 25. Then Ganella had the 25-yard run for North Dakota State. But this is a big play, even though we are only 15 minutes in. NDSU a 14-7 lead and the ball at its own 48. From right to left, the Bison go as we switch sides. It is third down and three, NDSU. On third downs this year, the Bison are ninth in the country at 51% at converting. One receiver wide left, it's Jake Lippy. The Bison with an extra offensive lineman to the left, tight end of the right, eye formation, toss it to Lipke, and he'll get to midfield, and that's all. He needed the 49 of SDSU, he didn't get there. Winkleman had him around the ankles, and then Spalding came from his linebacker spot, and what will NDSU do on fourth and a yard at midfield? Well, last weekend at Indiana State, there was no hesitation. They went right back out on fourth down and put in their heavy offense. They're not doing it this time at midfield. They're going to play the field position game, which is what you had talked about during pregame. We think, although again, Good they point. could try to draw the Jacks offside. And SDSU has 12 men on the field. Jaden Yonke sprinting off the field, and now timeout has to be called by South Dakota South State. South Dakota State, second charge timeout. 30-second timeout. Jacks had 11 men within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage, and Jaden Yonke, they saw it, started screaming at Yonke to come running off the field, and I think he would have gotten off the field. But uh, nevertheless, the Jacks didn't want to take the chance, so they called timeout, and now you wonder if NDSU rethinks this. And the Bison made a late decision, or a quick decision, I should say, about punting that football. And now they've made a scramble to get their whole offensive set together. Again, going to try to throw off this Jackrabbit special team setup that they think may be a punt return. Punter is out making some swings with the leg to make sure that we think that we're punting. 
It'll be the and offense. They're not, they're, here comes the offense. So Cam Miller comes on the field. Hunter Lipke will be behind him. And the Bison are going to go for this, at least show going for it on fourth and one. Opening minute, second quarter, it's 14-7. NDSU the lead. The Bison stack the left side of the line with three tight ends. It is a pitch to Lipke running right. He'll have a first down. He's ankle tackled after about a two-and-a-half yard gain by Dallas Beanham on fourth and one. So NDSU was going to punt, at least on the look of it. The Jacks had 12 men on the field, had to call a timeout. NDSU decides to go for it, and they take advantage of the Jackrabbit miscue and pick up a first down to the SDSU 47. You know, what a huge opportunity or advantage that Matt Enns has with a guy like Hunter Lipke in the backfield on fourth and anything less than three yards. I mean, that guy is a horse, plus you've got your offensive lineman up front. Three wides to the right in the backfield to Merrick Williams. Miller takes the snap. He'll run up the middle, and he'll gain a couple of yards. He was brought down by the linebacker, Graham Spaulding, at the 45-yard line. Miller for two on the quarterback draw. It'll be second down and eight. Bison 14, Jackrabbit 7 from the Fargo Dome. This is the 37th sellout in the 30-year history of the Dome. Matt Entz thought that Spalding wrapped up Miller around the face mask or the back of the shoulder pads, but no flag. Colby Herter came late there and maybe made some contact there with the helmet as well. So the Bison one wide either side. Williams the back to the right of quarterback Cam Miller on second and eight of the Jacks 45. Play fake, Miller a deep drop, looks left, looks left, pump fakes. Now he throws back to the left flat. Williams has it and he's hit out of bounds by SDSU defensive back Isaiah Stalbert at the 36 yard line of SDSU. That's a nine yard gain on second down and eight and North Dakota State moves the chains two minutes into the second quarter. It's 14-7 NDSU good downfield coverage that time. That's sort of that underneath relief route there, and Miller found him there late. He pumped twice to try and get a big ball down the downfield, but couldn't find it. Jack Rebbe defense, good coverage. Miller six for six for 91 yards. Bison with three tight ends all to the right. The deep back is to Merrick Williams, one wide to the left. They will hand it off on an inside give to Lipke as the Bison try to use some misdirection, and the Jacks stand it up well. Lipke got about a yard and a half to the 34 of South Dakota State, basically an inside handoff, as if it was a reverse option handoff, and the Jacks were ready for it. They stood their ground well on that first down carry at uh, second and eight. Coach John Stigelmeyer earlier in the week called this, this is just good old fashioned football, and that's exactly what that was, the inside handoff. That's an old counter trap play blocking up front. NDSU has Rajan Nelson in the backfield with Miller. He's a wide out, now he'll split wide left, three wides to the right, tight end to the right, Miller empty set, three-step drop in the shotgun, throws it left side, catch made by Nelson. Colby Herter wraps him up as soon as he caught the football at the 30-yard line of SDSU. Gain of four, and NDSU with only its second third down of the day, looking at third and four at the Jackrabbit 30. 14-7 Bison, 11:45, quarter number two. Quick scoring stat on second quarter to this point of the season, Tyler. North Dakota State has scored 83 points in their games through the second quarter to this point of the season. The Jackrabbit defense has only given up 13 points total in North their five Dakota games this season. Sorry, Al. North Dakota State with some confusion on who to get on the field. Now the Jacks are late sending a sub in, but they're allowed to do this. Bison will send three receivers wide right, right, a couple of tight ends to the left. Miller on third and four has four to snap it. With two, with one, he'll just get it off. Miller looks left, drops back, throws it deep down the center of the field for Hunter Lipke, who makes an over-the-shoulder catch, and he's into the end zone for an NDSU touchdown. 
Miller kept the fake enough as if he was going to run, and Lipke was able to slip past the Jackrabbit defense, and he makes the over-the-shoulder grab for his third receiving touchdown of the year, his 11th total touchdown. He ranks fourth in the FCS in the number of times he's reached Paydirt. Pretty deceptive on the part of Hunter Lipke as he lined up from that H-backer, second tight end position on that left side. He moved into the middle of the field, looked like he was going to run block, and that's what brought the safeties up, thinking it was going to be a run, and then he just turned it upfield, and there was nobody back there to help him out, and all Miller had to do was put enough air under it to allow Hunter to make the catch. Griffin Krosa, the extra point, and what might have been had the Jackson D been able to force NDSU to punt. Instead, three drives, three touchdowns for the Bison. Miller is thrown for two and rushed for one. That was a 30-yard Cam Miller to Hunter Lipke touchdown pass. The Northland Ford dealers drive, summary nine plays, 59 yards, four minutes and 36 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 11.08 to play second quarter. Number one NDSU leads number two SDSU 21-7. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Fargo Dome. It's North Dakota State 27, South Dakota State 7. Three drives, three touchdowns for the North Dakota State Bison. Cam Miller with three touchdowns. Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine has the expertise to keep athletes in the game they love. Sanford Health is proud to be the exclusive sports medicine provider for the Jacks. North Dakota State has not been stopped on offense so far today. Three drives, three scores. Bison a 21-7 lead. SDSU shooting itself in the foot. Four false starts as an offense. Cam Miller, eight for eight, 125 yards and two touchdowns. And he's also run for one. Griffin Krosa to kick things off from right to left. And the high end over end kick is fair caught of the one by Jaden Young. I think every kickoff Krosa's had has been in that exact same spot of the one yard line. 11.08 second quarter. We know there's a lot of time left in this football game. Jax will get the football to start the uh, second half as well by winning the toss and deferring, but you know this is a monumental drive for the yellow and blue coming up. It absolutely is. They need to come out with a response right here with the drive down the field. They've got to give their defense some time to rest, but more importantly, the offense needs to get some rhythm, get some momentum, and get down and put some points on the board. O'Brien, Berenson, Miller, McCormick, and Greenfield, the offensive line from right to left. Jaden Yonke wide left, slot right Jackson Yonke, wide right Canyon Bauer. Hines tight left, shotgun snap, Gronowski swings it right side, Jackson Yonke, good block by Bauer as he crosses the 30, make that A.J. Coons with the good block as Jackson Yonke reaches his own 32 for a seven yard gain, Gronowski seven of eight for 45 yards, but NDSU has done a good job of limiting that open space catch and run by the Jackrabbit receivers today. They have, again, the secondary is good, but we've also talked about the pursuit of this Bison defense, inside out, lateral speed to the sideline to sideline, they're not letting the Jackrabbits break free. Second and three Jackrabbits from their own 32. Morgan aligns as a wide out left with Jaden Yonke. Jackson to the right. Shotgun, waist high snap. Give to Davis, running right. He got tripped up, fell forward to his own 34. Tripping him up, the linebacker, Julian Wadarsik. He's from Naperville, Illinois, different high school, but same city as the Jackrabbit quarterback, Mark Gronowski. And now it's third and one SDSU in its own 34. Wagey getting a breather right now, the All-American defensive end for the Bison, but you know NDSU is going to do everything it can to make that Jackrabbit O-line jump. The two Yankees are wide left. Morgan 
Lines up as a tight end to the left alongside Hines. Davis behind Gronowski in a pistol. Third and one. Davis up the middle. What a run as he lowered his shoulder and picked up a first down. Waiting on him was Cody Heisman, and Davis ran right through his chest in the number 61 that he wears on that green jersey and ran him to the 37-yard line for three. That was all individual effort by Davis, who now has 64 yards on eight attempts today. Bit of an upright run, too. He kind of made that little bit of move and stood himself up, but still had the power to get through that D-line. Jacks at their own 37, a first and 10. Two receivers split to the left. Two tight ends to the right, and Davis behind Gronowski. Bison will blitz a man up the middle. Play fake. It's picked up. Gronowski a pump fake, and now he is sacked. The initial blitzer was picked up, but then coming in at the end of the play to make the sack for NDSU was Luke Wirtz, who was offered by Kansas State. He missed most of last year with an injury, his second sack of the season. He reaches Gronowski back at the 30. It's a loss of seven. Well, and you were right, Tyler. The initial blitz was picked up. Wirtz was more of a delayed blitz coming from that linebacker spot up the middle. He hesitated just a second or two. Offensive line in the backs thought they had everything covered, and then he comes free up the middle. 8.47, second quarter. Number one against number two. Bison 21, Jack seven in the Fargo Dome. Jack Rabbits, three receivers left and one to the right. Gronowski drops to throw him in a four-man rush. Over the middle, Davis pass was incomplete. That was a seed from Gronowski. Davis couldn't hang on. He did have James Kayser, the All-American linebacker, about to hit him. Couldn't make the play, and again, Wagey had pressure, beating O'Brien on a one-on-one -on -one rush to force the early throw of Gronowski. It'll be third and 17. And this is the situation the Jackrabbits did not want to be in at this point of the game. You're trailing, it's a critical drive, and you're facing third and long. Fargo Dome, one of the most boisterous crowds in the FCS, if not the most boisterous, making plenty of noise. Two wides left, two wides right. Davis on the left hip of Gronowski. Hines realigns, tight right. Early movement there, and who caused it? Did NDSU's D-line cause it, or will this be on South Dakota State? Officials are talking amongst themselves. Who forced the movement? Who moved early? I'll start. Offense, 61. Five-yard penalty, third down. They call it on Berenson, the right guard. They, they both moved early. So Berenson is called for the infraction. That's five Jackrabbit false starts in this first half, and SDSU at its own 25 is looking at a third down and 22. It needs to reach its own 47. Davis behind Gronowski, Jacks two tight ends to the left, one of them Kevin Brenner along with Hines. Tight end right, Mike Morgan, the receiver A.J. Coons, and Wagey jumped way early, and he's arguing that the Jackrabbits caused him to run through the line again. Not this time. Offside, the contact, defense number 99. Five-yard penalty. Well, Wagey's looking for John O'Brien to take a breath, and if he sees a ripple in his uniform, Wagey just takes off, and he's betting that more times than not, the flag will go on the SDSU right tackle, and he's been correct to this point, but Wagey is victimized for that five-yard infraction. It is now third and 17. And by the way, the first Bison penalty of the day. SDSU from its own 30, needs to reach its own 47, trailing 21-7, 8.35, second quarter. Gronowski, helmet eye, shotgun snap, hand to Davis, running right to the 35, took a big lick as he fell forward to the 38-yard line, so Davis for eight, but he's nine yards shy of the sticks, and the Jacks will have to punt. 8.20 and the clock runs in the second quarter. Number one, NDSU leading number two, SDSU, by a score of 21-7. 
the Jacks' last two drives, 16 yards on nine plays. As the All-American Jaden Price back to return. Dustman, his first punt went 43 yards. Price brought it back 15. He is at the NDSU 21. Dustman at his own 22. Bison do not come after it. Dustman, a high spiraling kick. Price backs up to his own 16, juggled and caught it, and then was starting to stumble and just fell forward close to the 17-yard line. That's a 48-yard punt and a one-yard return for Price, who barely avoided disaster there. 7.46 in the second quarter, and the number one team of the FCS leads number two. NDSU 21, SDSU 7. You're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. Welcome back inside of the Fargo Dome. North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 7, with 7.46 to go in quarter number two. This 19th Dakota Marker game is brought to you by First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card. For all of your financial needs, choose a company that's locally grown and nationally known. Premier, investing in you. He is Brent Bowen with Al Bahi in the Hefty C broadcast booth. Scotty Quaz on the field. I'm Tyler Merriam, Hefty brand Freedom Series Soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex Soybeans. Cam Miller played a lot in the spring and then was the starter in the fall for the majority of the year. Led the Bison to a national championship. As silly as it sounds, maybe the one thing Miller hasn't done is beat South Dakota State. He played almost the entire game in the spring outside of the first series Zeb Nolan started. Miller started and played the whole game last fall. And Miller has come out roaring, eight of eight for 125 yards. He's thrown for two scores and rushed for a third. From his own 18, a play fake, rolling out to the near side, lobs the ball to the tight end, Joe Stuffel, who was brought down by Dallas Beanham. Stuffel tried to jump over Beanham, and Beanham stayed with him and makes the tackle at the 27 of the Bison for a nine-yard gain. It'll be second and one as Miller continues to be perfect. He's 10 of 10. Well, just to follow up on Miller, you mentioned he's from Solon, Iowa. There's a couple of guys in the iced-out jerseys also from Solon, Iowa. So with it, and when they were in high school, A.J. Coons was one of his favorite wide receivers. Those two came out the same year, and Adam Bach is a year younger, year older. You're older than Cam Miller, so there's some uh, familiarity on both sides of the ball from Solon, Iowa here this afternoon. Hand off to Lipke running left. He needed a yard, and I don't know if he got it. Then there was an extra push at the end behind the play. Miller pointing at Dyshawn Gales. Thought there should have been a flag. Lipke did not quite reach the sticks, it would appear. So the Bison have a third and short. The ball is being marked just across the 27. The Bison need to reach their own 28. So third and about a yard for North Dakota State. On third downs today, South Dakota State is three of five. The Bison are one of two, but they converted a fourth down. Miller with an empty set in the shotgun. Two wides right, one left, and now we have whistles. Let's see what this is all about. Official staff played to confer. I, was gonna, I wonder if they're going to look at the spot of the ball on the previous play. Matt Entz is pointing to his left, communicating with our white hat, referee Rick Warning. State is challenging the spot of the ball for a possible first down. Previous plays under review. Well, we'll see. I didn't think Lipke quite got it. I thought he was further along than where they marked him. I thought he was across the 27. Guys, one additional note about the Jackrabbit defense. Dayton McGoy has finally come back out of the locker room here, but has a heavy wrap in his right arm and a sling here. So Dayton McGoy's day is done for the Jackrabbits. 
he, again, I think Lipke got across the 27. They marked him back where the nose of the football is right at the 27. I think Lipke got more than what they gave him, but I also don't think he got the first down. I agree with you. I don't think he got the 28. On the replay, you can see where the arrow is on the 30 inside, and where that ball is was further back on his body when he hit the ground. It wasn't out where his helmet was. He wasn't reaching forward. I think it's actually a pretty good spot, and even if they do move it, they're not going to move it to the 28. And unless there is some clerical work I'm not aware of, when you challenge a spot, if they move it a foot, they're not going to say that the call was correct, or that they're not going to say the challenge is upheld. They're going to cost you a challenge and a timeout. We'll see Rick Warning, our referee, After will talk review, to us. The ruling on the field is confirmed. The runner was short of the line to gain. They're down. There again, they didn't move the football. They said, was he short or not? So because he didn't get the first down, the Bison lose a timeout on that North challenge. State is charged a second timeout, and they lose their challenge for the remaining of the game. So third down and a yard for North Dakota State. Bison a 21-7 lead, 6.29 to play in the second quarter. NDSU with one wide out to the right, a tight end to either side, and a fullback on either side of Miller under center. He'll lean forward, and the quarterback will work his way close to the 30, easily picking up the yard needed for the first down and then some. Miller gains three on the quarterback sneak, and the Bison are now two out of four on third downs. Well, that was a uh, junior high running play right there. Just lean forward when I snapped the ball there. It was all 11 guys going one direction, and that was just mass on mass, and the Bison got the fall. I don't think Matt Enns cared about losing the timeout. He wanted to get his team over and figure out what they wanted to do to get that extra yard really was, was all they needed. NDSU from its own 29, first and 10, leading 21-7. Six minutes left, second quarter. Fake of a jet sweep by Cole Payton, the backup quarterback who can run. Breaks an ankle tackle, 35 left sideline, 40, and he's tossed out of bounds by Isaiah Stalbert at his own 45. Cole Payton for a rush of 16 yards. Payton, a redshirt freshman out of Omaha, 6'3", 230. He had 44 rushing yards against Youngstown State in the Valley opener. He ran for 32 at Arizona, and he's averaging six and a half yards per rush. He had a big one there of 16. And he's a change of pace quarterback, and you saw the upper body strength on that run. He shook off the first two players that hit him to move the chains, get downfield before Isaiah Stallberg knocked him out of bounds. Now Miller back in under center. Bison will realign an extra offensive lineman to the left. Eye formation, Brozio is ahead of Hunter Lipke. It's a give to Lipke, straight up the middle, dancing around, nearly broke that. The only man to save a touchdown was Tucker Large, and Lipke broke through his waist tackle, but Large reached back as Lipke was running away from him, and with the left side of his hand, nearly pulled the left side of the pants down of Lipke. That's a touchdown saving tackle by Large. Eight-yard gain for the Bison at second and two. Large was hanging on for all yeah. he could muster right there because he hit him up high and as you said, slid all the way down to his ankles and maybe just had a hold of the sock on the left side. Nine rushes, 40 yards for Lipke. Second and two, Bison of the SDSU 47. Three wides right, two left. Miller a three-step drop, feeling the rush, throwing it deep down the right numbers. Has a man over the shoulder catch made inside the 10. It'll be first and goal, North Dakota State. Braylon Henderson's eighth reception of the season, his sixth straight game with a grab, and what a beautiful throw by Miller. However, there's a flag at the end of the play. Sportsmanlike conduct, offense number seven for taunting the opponent. That's the first of the game toward ejection. 15-yard penalty from the dead ball spot. First down. Told you this is an emotional game for Miller because the one thing he has not done is beat South Dakota State. And Miller was jogging down the field very excitedly. 
and we're trying to watch the replay. He did that right by the referee, Rick Warney, over towards the Jackrabbit sideline. There was no Jackrabbits around him. He was taunting the sidelines. 42-yard completion. Now the Bison go backwards 15. They're at the SDSU 21. 4.30 second quarter. NDSU, the number one team of the FCS. South Dakota State ranked two. Bison 21, Jack 7, and NDSU a first and 10 at the South Dakota State 21. Two wides right, an up back left, and an up back right. Now they realign double up back right, and Lipke is the back. Miller will hand it to him, running left, and Lipke stumbled near the 20-yard line. Lipke for about a yard, and then mixed up at the end of the play was the third Bison fullback, along with uh, SDSU's Colby Herter. That was uh, Logan Hofstead. And the fans are not happy. One-yard gain for Lipke, second and nine. Bison are in the Case IH red zone. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude, and Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. 3.37 left second quarter. Bison a 21-7 lead to the ball, second and nine, SDSU 20. Miller starts to run, that's Peyton, excuse me. He'll throw it with his left hand into the end zone, and it's picked off by Colby Herter, returning it out of the end zone to the 10, right numbers 15, and he's brought down at the 17-yard line. The Bison had Cole Peyton throw the football. That's the first time he's thrown the ball in a game, the backup quarterback, in a meaningful situation, and he threw a fluttered ball down the center of the field. Field, and out of nowhere, Herter came for his second INT. A flutter ball into double coverage in the end zone on top of it. He didn't give his receiver a chance. It wasn't there. Youthful inexperience on that particular play, a coachable moment to teach him that maybe next time just throw that one out of the end zone, son. An eight-play, 62-yard drive, and the Jacks come up with a huge play. New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score big with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. So it'll be South Dakota State ball with 3.22 to play in the second quarter. NDSU 21, SDSU 7. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Fargo Dome. North Dakota State leading South Dakota State 21-7. The Jackrabbit defense rises to the occasion and steps up to get a huge stop. Blue is freedom to choose the doctors you want. Blue is affordable with plans to fit your budget because Blue is Medicare Advantage from Wellmark Advantage Health Plan. Get all-in-one plans with the confidence of being covered by Wellmark. Find the plan right for you at wellmark.com slash touchdown. Well, what a potential turning point in this game. Remember, the Bison were to have first and goal at the four. Cam Miller was penalized for the celebration. They go back 15 and then try a gadget play and Peyton intercepted by Herter. And now the Jackrabbits down 21-7, 3.22 second quarter, take over at their own 18. Amar Johnson the back with Gronowski, who fakes it to him, swings him left side, Jaden Yaki breaks one tackle as he stumbles through it to the 24 for a six yard gain. Jackson Yaki trying to lead for his twin brother wide out in the left flat. Well, it's a nice five-yard pickup on first down, which is exactly what the Jackrabbits want to do. Get this crowd quiet again. They silenced them with the interception. Now you need to turn that momentum into some offensive energy. Move this ball down the field. We know they will get the ball to start the third quarter. They need to finish this half with a strong drive. Jacks a second down and four at their own 24. Gronowski helmet eye shotgun snap. Give to Amar Johnson. Trying to dance his way through traffic, and he barely made the line of scrimmage. It'll be third down and four. Oscar Benson, the linebacker 
Walker. Also Luke Wirtz, another backer in on the stop. And a big third and four. 2.35 left in the second quarter. Jacks 21, NDSU 7. Gronowski, 8 of 10 for 51 yards. Davis has rushed nine times for 71. The Jacks had that 11-play, 75-yard scoring drive, and they have amounted only 15 yards on their last nine plays. Quick snap on third and short. Gronowski pressured, and he's going to get sacked. He had no shot. He wanted to throw the ball to the right side and felt the rush, and the man who got there was the All-American Spencer Wagey. Second buys and sack of the day. Gronowski back at his own 16. It is a loss of eight. Well, John O'Brien is just overmatched on that right side. Wagey just blows right past him. There's nobody in the backfield to help him out. There's no H-back help to give him a chip block, and I think we're going to have to see some changes in pass protection and blocking on Spencer Wagey in the second half if the Jacks are going to try to neutralize what he's done here today. Jacks letting the clock run to a minute 40, 10 to snap it. Hunter Dustman at his own one. Jacks would love to get to halftime, only down 21-7. Play clock is at three with two with one, and they do not get this snap off, and there's a flag. Play game, offense, five-yard penalty, fourth down. Jackrabbits penalized yet again. That's six for 30. The first five were false starts. Now a five-yard delay of game. Hunter Dustman, two punts this afternoon. His average is 45. He'll need a boomer here. Jaden Price waiting at midfield. 127 till halftime. Jacks 21, buys at seven. Mueller the snap into his end zone. Dustman steps out to his one and a high spiraling kick. Price on the right numbers, dropped the football. It is still loose. It rolled to the 46, then got hit backward to midfield and a Bison jump back on it. That thing squirted forward four yards, then ricocheted backwards to midfield and NDSU's Bryce Lance. The younger brother of Trey Lance, the exceptional quarterback, recovered it after a 38-yard punt by Dustman. And we'll take a break with a 1-16 left in the second quarter. North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 7 in this matchup of the two top-rated teams in the FCS. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Top-ranked North Dakota State leads second-ranked South Dakota State 21-7 in front of a sellout crowd in the Fargo Dome in Fargo, North Dakota. We have 116 till intermission. The Jackrabbits sort of limping into halftime right now. They've had a number of guys dinged up. They're without their two starting safeties. And, of course, they've been without a starting linebacker throughout the year. Jason Freeman's been limited today at that linebacker position as well. Bison are not a couple of starters on offense. But SDSU's defense has been so good against the rush all year. We said this would be the best rushing attack they face. NDSU already with 96 rushing yards. The Jacks have not allowed 100 team rushing yards in a game so far this season. The Bison may hit 100 in this first half. 116 till the break. Bison lead at 21-7, take over at midfield after the punt. Four wides to either side, and Cam Miller back in at quarterback. Motioning out of the backfield to Merrick Williams. Keeping up the middle is Miller, looking for room. Started left, darted right, cut back left, weaved his way to the right, and reached the 47 of South Dakota State for a three-yard gain as the clock comes up on the one-minute mark, and the Bison will not huddle. NDSU communicating. 
with hand signals. Miller has two wides left and one to the right. Williams still the back. Four down lineman for SDSU. Miller a three-step drop. Hopping up and down in the pocket. Winkleman almost had the sack. Miller got away, threw it to the right sideline, spinning as he made the catch and tapping the far sideline after he got a foot down. The running back to Merrick Williams at the 44 of SDSU. Three-yard gain. It'll be third and four. Winkleman almost had the Jacks' first sack of the afternoon. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. First time they've actually had a decent chance to sack Miller back there, and Winkleman just got too deep, got pushed by him, was only able to get an arm out, and Miller stepped right through it and then delivered the pass. 48 seconds till halftime. Third and four buys it at the SDSU 44. Two wides right, one left. Miller in the gun, shotgun snap, play fake, drops to throw to the right sideline. A diving catch is made by DJ Hart, and he looks to be just shy of the sticks. He caught the ball diving, and he's marked out of bounds. And Cody Mauk is down and slow to get up. Mauk got up, and he's hobbling the left tackle. That's a young man that is an NFL prospect. His 31st start, two times All-Valley. And Mauk is predicted to be drafted somewhere in the fourth or fifth round by some parties. And Mauk is limping, struggling to put pressure on his left leg. So Mauk comes off. The Bison are marked at the 41. It's fourth and a yard. 43 seconds till halftime. 21-7 North Dakota State with the lead. And NDSU sending the punt team on. Steindorf to punt for the first time today. 16 punts, he's put six inside the 20. Jacks have nobody back to return this thing. Snap back to Steindorf, two steps at a high end over end, right-footed boot, a convoy of Bison waiting on it, it'll hit at the six, bounce high into the air, trickle inside the three to the two, and it'll stop just shy of the one where it's picked up by the safety Dawson Weber. A 40-yard punt, there are 30 seconds left in the half, and SDSU, with all of its might, just wants to get to halftime, down only 21-7. Pretty impressive punt there, didn't even need a coverage team. That thing rolled dead without anybody touching it, just inside the one. South Dakota State scored on its opening possession. It's been tough sledding since, and the Jackrabbit defense, on multiple occasions, has been hanging on for dear life. Three plays and a punt, six plays and a punt, three plays and a punt. That's been the Jackrabbit offense. Gronowski will go under center from his own one, takes the snap from Gus Miller, leans forward out near the four. It's a three-yard gain for Gronowski as the clock will run to 20 seconds, and it doesn't appear like either team will stop it. 15 and ticking. Jacks are walking off to the far side, and Matt Entz and the Bison seem content with that as well. Number one, North Dakota State leads number two, South Dakota State at the half in the Fargo Dome. This is the end of the second quarter. On the Dakota Bank scoreboard, North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 7 with SDSU to receive the second half kickoff. A recap of our first half. Stats and more coming up on the Hogemeyer Hybrids Halftime Report. Brett Bowen is next. This is Jackrabbit Football for Learfield. The Hogemeyer Hybrids Halftime Report continues from the Fargo Dome, where South Dakota State ranks second in the FCS. 
finds itself trailing top-ranked North Dakota State at the half. It is Bison 21, Jackrabbit 7, making his way out of the locker room. Head coach John Stiglmeyer, he's standing by with Scotty. Stig offensively, I know, trying to move the ball and get a sustained drive here, getting some pressure, something you can do to uh, to, to, to get the uh, get the get the roll, ball rolling a little bit downfield. Yeah, don't jump off sides. Right? It's not uh, it's not rock science. We should enjoy this environment, not be intimidated by it. Credit to them, we got to respond. Defensively, too, doing okay on the run. It's been the pass that's really uh, done the damage here for North Dakota State. Yeah, we're playing on our heels, right? And credit again to North Dakota State. But we got to simplify the calls, go out, read our keys, and then see how good we are because we're not playing our kind of football. All right, thanks, Stig. Good yeah. luck, second half. Guys, the uh, uh, attitude is uh, we got to do a little bit better uh, offensively and defensively, but keep it simple. Well, maybe the Jacks are overthinking things just a little. Again, Brad Peterson, our talent statistician, who is more talented than all of us combined, tells us that North Dakota State, on 14 first down snaps, has gained 140 yards. So the Bison are averaging 10 yards per play on first downs. Al Bahi, the Jacks have had 10 first down snaps. Davis had a 24-yard run for a touchdown on one of those. The other nine, the Jacks have a combined 24 yards. And then on top of it, you have four false starts that have occurred on first down. So the Jacks have been playing behind the chains a lot today. Can't do that against most teams, particularly number one North Dakota State. Exactly right. And, and Coach Diggs said it, we're playing on our heels. And this is not the kind of football that Jackrabbit fans are used to seeing and that this Jackrabbit team, quite frank, frankly, is, is used to playing. They have been the aggressor in these games and come out. Their defense has been a little bit soft in the secondary. They're giving a lot of cushion to the receivers. We really only had one time when we got to Miller and got some pressure on him, and he still completed the pass, even though we put a hit on him. You mentioned the interception, but that didn't come from Miller because he's done a solid job of either making his reads and checking down, hasn't thrown an incompletion yet, really only had the one quarterback hit, and has completed passes to seven different receivers. Well, South Dakota State certainly has its work cut out for it. Now, again, the Jackrabbits do have a history of overcoming deficits in this building, particularly in the 2016 game. The Jacks were down 10 in the second half, and the Bison were driving into SDSU territory. The Jacks forced a fumble, went down the field. Dallas Goddard caught a touchdown. That kind of swung the balance of things, and SDSU rallied back and won that game 19-17. Matter of fact, that was six years ago today that that play occurred, that game occurred here in the Fargo Dome. So we are just about set for our second half of football. Again, for the Jacks, Isaiah Davis, nine rushes, 71 yards and a touchdown. So he has certainly uh, held up his own. Mark Gronowski, eight of 10 for 51 yards. Really what it comes down to is NDSU's defense has held the Jacks in check, particularly the matchup that concerned offensive coordinator Zach Lujan. You have John O'Brien in his first year as a Jackrabbit against an All-American and Spencer Wagey. And Wagey has gotten in O'Brien's head, forced a number of false starts, beaten him off the snap. Lujan was willing to commit some additional resources there, maybe try to double team, chip him. They're going to have to do more in the second half to try to neutralize the All-American from Waterton. Yeah, we saw a few lineups, a few schemes where Mike Morgan lined up at the at H-back the position over on that side, but then ended up running around. So really, O'Brien has been left on an island with Wagey, and it has not gone the Jackrabbit's way. We will see if Lujan comes out and tries to use a back 
an H-back, a tight end to try to get some assistance, like you said, a double team or get some chip blocks to try to slow down Spencer Wagey. Kid from Watertown High School, South Dakota, one of three South Dakotans on this Bison roster. Griffin Krosis kickoff from right to left as we start the second half. Fair catch called for and made by Jaden Yonke inside of his own five. That means South Dakota State will have it at its own 25. Again, Gronowski through the air, 8 of 10 for 51 yards, but everything was right around the line of scrimmage. Jacks didn't attempt to go vertical, and they don't typically do a lot of vertical passing, but they certainly didn't in that first half of play. Jacks break the huddle in the all-white uniforms. John O'Brien, the right tackle, the right guard, Evan Berenson, the center, Gus Miller, the left guard is Mason McCormick, the left tackle, Garrett Greenfield. Those last two are All-Americans. Jacks have two wides right, double tight ends left. Davis behind Gronowski in the pistol. From the Jacks, 25, give to Davis. Stretch play left side, breaks a tackle, bounces off another, out across the 30 to his own 31. Davis for six more yards, that's 77 on 10 attempts for Isaiah Davis. Important drive to start the third quarter, no time to panic. Like you said, second half, and this team has the ability to come back. They just need to maintain composure. They need a solid drive, positive yards as we got there on first down. Pickup of six, that's a good start. We got to keep the chains moving, take this into Bison territory and put some points on the board. Johnson in to spell Davis. Jackson Yankee wide right, Jade into the left. Bison show a blitz on second and four. Shotgun snap, give to Johnson up the middle, and he took a big lick, shy of the line of scrimmage. Reading it beautifully, Nick Kubitz, the Mike linebacker, second on the team in tackles. That's his 35th of the year, and the Dubuque, Iowa native, brings down Amar Johnson in the Jackrib at 30. It's third and five. Jacks just could not get a hat on Kubitz. He's the one who came up and showed the blitz. Nobody was there to pick him up. As we see the decibels, uh, they're showing it on the Jumbotron here, approaching 100 decibels right now. Hasn't affected the Jackrabbits too bad. I think they've just been a little over-exuberant on some of these plays, trying to get an edge. Davis still out, Johnson the back. One wide either side, double tights right. Third and five, shotgun snap, Gronowski to throw. Swings it left side to a wide open, Amar Johnson left, numbers 40, 45, and he's tackled on the far sideline, out of bounds at the SDSU 47. That's a 17-yard game. Rough in the passer. Defense, number 99. And that's Wagey. Fits a near penalty from the dead ball spot. First down. The Jacks brilliantly drawn up play to have Johnson out in space. And then after the ball was thrown, Wagey dove and got Gronowski down around the ankles and was called for the personal foul. That's 15 additional yards. Just the second Bison penalty of the day. And suddenly SDSU is at the North Dakota State 38. That is a big helper there. Took out a huge chunk of this field. But on the replay, the call is, as you said, he dove. He went low on Gronowski. That was the reason for the flag. He was down below the knees after he got around O'Brien. But again, no help for O'Brien on that right side. He was one-on-one -on -one trying to slow down Wagey. Two minutes into the third quarter. Jacks down 21-7 from the Bison 38, first and 10. Play fake. Gronowski rolling right, stops, hit as he throws. High and incomplete left side for Zach Hines. Coming late was Courtney Eubanks, the corner, on a zone blitz. And Gronowski looked right. Then as he stopped to throw back to Hines, all of a sudden here was Eubanks looking right at him. Gronowski rushed that throw a little bit, and it was high for Hines, who was open on the left side. Yeah, he had to rush that a little bit, as you said, with that corner blitz coming from Eubanks because Hines was open on that far side. Gronowski now 9 out of 12, 68 yards today, the SDSU quarterback. 
Highs in a 21-7 lead. Jacks from the NDSU 38, a second and 10, four wides. Johnson the back, fake to him. Screen, left side, Johnson makes the catch and he takes a big lick out on the left side at the 36-yard line. Just a couple of yards as Eubanks makes the hit. It's third down. Wonder if Davis got dinged up on that first handoff of the third quarter because he's been standing on the far sideline talking to Charlie Miller, the SDSU athletic trainer ever since. Well, these corners for NDSU, we've talked about it, Tyler, they are good open field tacklers. Not very many receivers have been able to make a catch, take, make a catch, make a move on them, get yards after the catch because they are solid. Basic fundamentals come up, make a tackle and wrap up in space. Third and eight, Jackrabbit. Skronowski fakes a handoff, drops to throw. Now he'll try to run left side. Instead, he throws it to the left sideline. Jackson Yonke makes the catch, runs through an ankle tackle, inside the 20, to the 15, to the 14 of North Dakota State. 22 yards to Jackson Yonke and a first Dakota first down. Gronowski took off to run, and I think he was going to, and then saw Yonke wide open on the far boundary and hit him for the longest pass of the day for the yellow and blue. Yeah, he could have run for that first down as well, but that's a great play on both ends by Gronowski to step up as the pressure came. They brought a pretty full-out blitz that time. He saw it, stepped up, goes to his left a little bit, fakes the, the run, and then finds Yonke. And then Yonke gets yards after contact to take it down to the 15. Josh Burai in as the back from the Bison 15, first and 10. Shotgun snap, fake to Burai. Gronowski keeps. Then as he was being thrown to the turf, he threw the ball out of bounds down the left side. Gronowski, if he was out of the pocket, threw the ball past the line of scrimmage. It was a run. One pass no option. Brown and the quarterback was outside the pocket and the ball crossed the line of scrimmage. And there's no out. in the grasp like there once was in the NFL. So it's an awkward looking play, but an incredibly smart play by the mechanical engineering major, Mark Gronowski. He was That's almost out at the numbers on this far side. So well outside the hashes and really closer to the sideline than he was in the middle of the field. Jacks in the case IH red zone, 11-42 third quarter. Bison 21, Jacks 7. Johnson back in behind Gronowski. Double tight ends right, one wide right, Coons. Hand off Johnson running left. Not much of a crease as he works his way forward to the 14 for a yard. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude. Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. SDSU has converted two third downs on this drive. This will be play number nine for the yellow and blue. Isaiah Day Davis checked back in. First time we've seen Davis since the first snap of this series. Jacks have three receivers bunched right. Hines tight left. Now Morgan realigns left side. Davis on the left tip of Gronowski. Three-step drop. Gronowski feeling the rush, running back to the 30. Backpedaling to the 35. Gets a big block. Rolling out to the right. Still looking to throw his Gronowski, and he'll simply get it away down the right sideline. That was a huge block thrown by Berenson to buy Gronowski time. Bison thought it was a crackback block or a hold. Instead, South Dakota State does at least get rid of it, avoids a big loss, and now Hunter Dustman to try to get the Jacks on the board and cut into this Bison lead. It was definitely not a hold, and I don't think it was any kind of a crackback. That defender had turned and I think saw Berenson coming, and he just put his hands on and pushed him down. But a, a good drive, you got to come away with points. 31-yard field goal off the left hash for Dustman, who is 5 of 11 this year. Heidi will hold, Mueller will snap. 
Good snap, good placement, Dustman's kick, end over end, a ton of height, and it is good. It was well up the screen behind the goalposts here on the south end of the Fargo Dome. So SDSU is on the board. And we remind you to text SDSU to 97063 and be a part of Walmart's three-point play. Every Jackrabbit field goal raises money for community health projects like parks, playgrounds, and trails. And it's all thanks to your local health insurance provider, Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of South Dakota. The 31-yard field goal by Dustman caps a 10-play, 61-yard drive. It took four minutes and 13 seconds. That's your Northland Ford Dealers Drive summary. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 10:47, third quarter. Number one NDSU leads number two South Dakota State 21-10 from the Fargo Dome. This is Jack Rabbit Football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Fargo Dome. North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 10. With 10:47 left to go in the third quarter, Hunter Dustman gets the Jackrabbits on the board in the second half. Working for the future of agriculture and those who want to be a part of it. From Credit Services of America, agriculture works here. South Dakota State, a badly needed three points. They still trail 21-10 in Fargo, 10-47 remains in our third quarter. Second time ever in the FCS, numbers one and two have met. Bison took the opening kickoff, went right down the field and scored. Jacks responded, but NDSU dominated the rest of the first half. A Jackrabbit interception of the goal line off a Bison trick play, the only thing that kept SDSU within 21-7. Jacks score a field goal to open the second half. And now Hunter Dustman, the kick from left to right. A lot of leg on this end over end kick. Rajan Nelson, three yards in the end zone, puts a knee to it. And North Dakota State will open up its first drive of the second half at its own 25-yard line. That kickoff presented by Poet, isn't it about time? We got back in rhythm with nature. Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. The Jackrabbits have been so good on defense all year, they have not allowed a team to rush for 100 yards in a game this season. North Dakota State, I feel confident saying we'll surpass that. It's at 99 yards right now. NDSU after those first three drives that all ended in touchdowns, the interception of the goal line, and then it punted on its last drive. Bison two wides to the right. Cam Miller is the quarterback, looking out to his right, taps his helmet, now takes a shotgun snap, three-step drop, pump fake, throws right, wide open Mathis, runs through a tackle first down, then he gets held up by Tucker Large, and Adam Bach made a big hit on him at the 38 of NDSU. It's a 13-yard game. And Tucker Large is then on the back side of that tackle and got caught with a little uh, shrapnel-friendly fire that one. He was on the other side of of uh, Mathis, who uh, goes out holding his left arm a little gimpy as well. Again, the Jacks are down. They're two starting safeties in Reeder and also uh, Chase Norblade. Stahlberg moved back to safety. He and Herter, the two starters today. And right now, Matthew Durance is in the game as a handoff by Miller, trying to run left, and the Jackrabbit defense rising up, really, for the first time all day, making a big play in the run game. Adam Bach stands up. Dominic Ganella for a three-yard loss back at the Bison 35. 9.52 third quarter, NDSU 21, SDSU 10, and the Bison in second and long. Have we seen that all day? Uh, this might be the first time, and that play took a while to develop. Ganella was deep, deep in the backfield when he took that handoff, and his offensive lineman 
It almost looked like they were looking for the second layer to block already in great pursuit by the Jackrabbits to fill the gaps, come in and take him down for that three-yard loss. Again, NDSU with six offensive linemen, three wides right, Jacks blitz. Miller with time, though. He'll throw it deep down the right sideline and man-on-man coverage. And was the catch made? Yes, a terrific effort by D.J. Hart. There was pushing and shoving, and Hart, as he was falling out of bounds on the far side, was able to keep one foot in bounds and secure the ball at the 39 of South Dakota State. A 26-yard catch if he got the foot down. Replay official Tom Hall could stop this and take a look at it. Jax could also request a challenge. They are stopping play. The field is a completed catch. That previous play is under review. Well, we'll see if there is an angle definitive enough to give our replay official Tom Hall the confidence to overturn that. Either way, that's an unbelievable catch. Now, whether he got the foot down or not, I don't know, but DJ Hart to make that catch basically on one tippy toe, it's sensational. Yeah, it absolutely was a great catch, but it goes back to the protection, the time that Cam Miller had to stand in that pocket. He was he had all day back there to wait for Hart to make his move, get position. Like you said, there was some hand fighting going on, but he put that ball only where Hart could be the one to catch it because he had all day to sit back there and throw. 9.04 remains in the third quarter. North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 10. And this is a huge review because if the call is overturned and they're moving the markers back so it appears it will be, the Bison will have third and long. Rick Warney is our referee. He will give us the official word right now. After review, the receiver did not maintain, maintain control of the ball. Therefore, it's an incomplete pass. It'll be third down and 13 at the 35-yard line. So it had nothing to do with whether or not his foot was down. He didn't maintain possession. Either way, third and 13, Jacks have to get a stop here. 9.04 left in the third. Play of the game right now for the Jackrabbit defense, without a doubt. You've got them third and 13, third and deep, third and long. This is what they live for. This is where they have to come through. You heard John Stiglmeyer said, somebody has got to come up and make a play for us in this half, and he needs to have Jax on the front of his jersey. This is the time. Stahlberg back in with Herter and Large. Jax have three safeties in the game right now. Four down linemen. Bison third and 13 of their own 35. Miller out of the shotgun. A three-step drop. He'll throw it deep down the center of the field, and it's incomplete and should have been intercepted. Colby Herter reached out and had that ball as Miller made a dangerous throw, and Herter Herter should have picked it off. The Bison will punt, but Herter had that ball near midfield, and that would have been a terrific play for the Jacks, and it went right through the hands of the safety out of Katy, Texas. I think he got a little short arm, a little gator arm there, thinking contact was coming because that crossing route was coming right to him. But what a great read by Herter as he was looking back. That's one of the things Jimmy Rogers says that Cam Miller had a tendency to stare down his receivers. That's what he did on that play. He was looking down the middle of the field the entire time, and Herter jumped off the route to the outside and came back in the middle and almost had a huge takeaway. Caden Steindorf rolled out, rugby-style punt. Fair catch called for and made by Jaden Yonke at the 27 of South Dakota State. That's a 39-yard punt, no return. 8.51 remains in the third quarter, and it is top-ranked North Dakota State 21, second-ranked South Dakota State 10. You're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. Welcome back inside the Fargo Dome as North Dakota State with a 21-10 lead here early on in the third quarter as the Jackrabbits get the ball back. This game is brought to you by First Bank and Trust. Let's be real. You earn, you save, you plan, you protect. 
First Bank and Trust offers smart and savvy financial solutions for where you are now and where you want to go. First Bank and Trust, real banking, real easy. Member FDIC. And since 1982, Bud Light has delivered the best-selling premium light lager in America. And it's consistently brewed with a fresh, clean finish. Bud Light is for the fans. Scotty Quaz on the field. Al Bahi, Brent Bowen, yours truly, Tyler Merriam in the broadcast booth from the Fargo Dome. 8.51 in the third, Jacks. A 21-10 deficit, but they have the ball at their own 27. Two receivers right, one left. Davis to the right of Gronowski, the quarterback. Buys in four down linemen. Give to Davis around the left edge to the 30. Tried to jump over a tackler, but the All-American safety Michael Tutsi stayed with him and makes the stop at the 31. That is a four-yard gain for Davis. He's up to 81 yards on 11 attempts. Well, Jacks find a way to go down the field and score. It becomes a one-possession game. And the Jackrabbit defense settling in just a touch. Cam Miller started this game 13 for 13, the Bison quarterback. He missed on those last two throws. Hines tight end right. Morgan and Brenner double tights left. Coons wide right. Davis behind Gronowski. Bison have five at the line on second and six jacks at their own 31. Helmet eye shotgun snap. Davis running right to the 35, 37, 38 yard line. That is a first Dakota first down for Isaiah Davis, gaining six, and the Jacks move the sticks with eight minutes left in the third. Tyler, interesting on this defensive possession. Spencer Wagey not out on the field, getting a breather, getting a rest. Isaiah Davis coming off, really holding that right side pretty gingerly. I think he's taking a number of shots on that right shoulder. Should also note, we've said a lot about Kevin Brenner on offense. He actually was moved to tight end earlier this week. They did use him some in D-line late in the week, but he's mainly a tight end now. Jacks from their own 37, first and 10, two wides right. Fake to Amar Johnson, Gronowski rolling out, nothing there, got hit, fumbled the football, and it's loose at the 29-yard line. We're waiting for an official signal. One Bison and one Jack were there. Gronowski faked one way, turned the other. It wasn't there. Then he went to run back out and ran right into a Bison who clocked him. The ball popped free. There was an NDSU defender, Cole Menz, who dropped to his knees. He had every chance to recover it, but somehow a Jackrabbit offensive lineman in the form of Mason McCormick saved the possession and maybe the game for South Dakota State. Wow. Yeah, Gronowski turned a 180 and just ran into a wall. That ball just went pop free and knocked the wind out of Gronowski. He came over to the sideline and has run back to the huddle now. It's a loss of eight. Second and 18 jacks at their own 29. 7-10, third quarter. Top-ranked North Dakota State leads number two South Dakota State. Bison 21, jacks 10. Play clock at five. Jaden Yonke motions out of the backfield. Hand to Amar Johnson. Has a crease 30, 35. Hit at the 40. Bounced off a tackle to the 44-yard line. A tremendous effort by Amar Johnson of 15 yards. And the Jacks go from second and long to third and three. What a huge run for Johnson as the Jacks play the numbers game and got Johnson isolated, and he was able to get to the second level. Well, they played the numbers game and caught the Bison looking for a pass. Wagey had a huge bull rush coming off that left side and Johnson cut that up right inside, able to dodge the big mitt of Wagey coming around that right side and then showed some toughness at the end of that run to pick up an extra two or three yards after taking that first hit. 
Five of nine the Jacks are on third downs today. Johnson the back on third and three. SDSU at its own 44. Shotgun helmet eye snap. Give to Johnson up the middle. 45-46 got spun forward and stayed on his feet to move the chains. Four-yard gain. First Dakota, first down for Amar Johnson. Five rushes, 19 yards for the O'Fallon, Missouri native. And the Jackrabbits continue to grind. Six minutes left, third quarter. Bison 21, Jackrabbits 10. Grind, exactly the right word, Tyler, and no panic on the part of this Jackrabbit offense. Even on second and 18, they know they can get this job done. The offensive line does it, gets the kick out block. Johnson makes a big run back to back to move the chains. And Spencer Wagey back in at left defensive end for South Dakota, for North Dakota State, rather. Josh Burry will take the handoff for South Dakota State, running from right to left across midfield to the Bison 49. Burry for three as Davis, who's been beat up this whole second half. Davis has 12 attempts for 87 yards, but he is out of the game. We've seen Burry, we've seen Johnson, now Davis coming back in as the Jacks face second and seven on the Bison half of midfield at the NDSU 49. Burry holding that right arm a little Jeez. limp there too. I think he took a shot at the end of that play. Well, you know how physical this game always is, and it's lived up to the billing today. Two wides right, one left. Davis behind into the left of Gronowski. Now he motions out of the backfield. Gronowski fakes a pass to him, runs up the middle, got hit in the hole by Kayser, the All-American linebacker. But Gronowski broke through that tackle for a three-yard gain to the Bison 46, setting up a third down and four. We have crawled under the five-minute mark of the third quarter with North Dakota State leading South Dakota State 21-10. Designed quarterback draw by Gronowski as he faked that throw out into the flat, the wide receiver screen that we've seen, and then took off to pick up a few yards. Now you've got third and manageable as A.J. Coons checks in for the Jackrabbits. Wagey back on for the Bison. Two wides left and one to the right. Jacks are 6 to 10 on third downs. They need four. Shotgun snap, hand to Davis up the middle. First down and more. Runs through a tackle, 35-30. Angling left, 25. Spinning inside the 20. Isaiah Davis to the Bison 19-yard line. He has crossed the 100-yard mark for the third consecutive game as Isaiah Davis rips off a 27-yard run, the longest of the day for South Dakota State and a first Dakota first down. His right arm really in pain, just walking himself off the field. He tried to dodge and weave a couple of guys, and he maybe just could have got another 5 to 10 yards by just running straight, but new contact was coming. Four minutes till the end of the third quarter. Josh Burai is the tailback behind Gronowski at a pistol. Two wides and two tights all to the right. From the Bison 19, first and 10. Snap to Gronowski. Fake to Burai. The quarterback keeps off the left side to the 16-yard line, following the All-Americans Greenfield and McCormick for a gain of three. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude. And Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. That Good. was an option read, and Dronowski took that away from Burai and ran it up, seeing Burai was locked up with a man already at handoff. Jackrabbits have 100 yards in this quarter already. Second and seven at the Bison 16. Jaden Yonke motions right to left. Jackson wide right. Johnson the back, takes the handoff, starts right, cuts left, cuts back right, inside the 10, angling right to the eight, runs through a tackle to the near pylon. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Amar Johnson weaving his way through traffic, breaking multiple tackles. And the young man out of the St. Louis area has his first touchdown of the year. And the Jacks are within five with 3.03 remaining in quarter number three.
Outstanding run by Amar Johnson and reminiscent in watching North Dakota State against Indiana State last Saturday, same style of running back, had the same kind of success, that shiftiness that he shows. Patient, got into the hole, gets to the second level, makes some cuts, and then again, breaks a tackle, showing a little more toughness than what we've seen out of Amar Johnson. That's an outstanding run. And the Hunter Dustman extra point is good. South Dakota State with 10 unanswered to open this third quarter. The 16-yard touchdown run by Amar Johnson was powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary. 10 plays, 73 yards in five minutes and 48 seconds, including two third down conversions. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at BuyFordNow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 3.03 in the third, top-ranked NDSU leading second-ranked South Dakota State 21-17. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Fargo Dome. North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 17 in this 19th Dakota marker game. A gutsy performance in this, this third quarter for this South Dakota State offense to get them right back in the game. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is working in sync with the earth to produce innovative and sustainable plant-based solutions that are changing the world. Visit poet.com and you can get back in rhythm with nature. With Poet. 3.03 to go in the third. Bison, a 21-7 halftime lead, has been chopped down to 21-17. Rajah Nelson, DJ Harder back to return this kickoff of Hunter Dustman, who has the ball teed up along the far hash at his own 35 from left to right. This kick will go as we see things high atop the Fargo Dome. And the Dustman kickoff with a lot of height is end over end. Nelson two yards deep. He's going to bring it out, running it right numbers to the 10, weaving his way to the 15, 16, 17 yard line is all as Davian Sterner came up with the tackle. Scotty, we've talked a lot about the physical nature of this game and Isaiah Davis, so what's his status at the moment? Well, again, we've talked to him about him going in and out of that series. He just, when that touchdown was scored, went back into the locker room with the team doctors. So Jack Rabbit's already losing Dayton McGoy, and uh, again, Davis who's taken a number of licks being tended to in the locker room. Jacks are without Jason Freeman as well. Right now, they have Stalbert playing at linebacker with Spalding and Bach. The corners are Lofton and Gales. The safeties are Herter and Large. And up front, the Jacks have Quinton Hicks along with Caden Johnson at the ends. And they have the two tackles in the form of DePriest and Max Balloon. A handoff on first down and a gain of maybe two out to the 20-yard line on the opening play of the series for North Dakota State and Hunter Lipke, the man who carried the ball. This Jackrabbit defense is trying to come up with a big stop and get the Jacks the ball back, 240 in the third. Tyler, that's just the fifth snap from scrimmage this quarter for NDSU. Time of possession, the Jackrabbits have had it for just over 10 minutes of this third quarter and have just thoroughly dominated the NDSU team here. In this quarter, the Jacks 119 yards, the Bison 12. I formation, Cam Miller under center, one wide either side on second and eight. It will be a handoff up the middle, Lipke for a nice gain to the 23, 24, 25, broke a tackle and spun forward to the 27. So Lipke
Kentucky, a great second effort, a seven yard gain. And now you're looking at third and one with two minutes remaining in the third quarter. NDSU 21, SDSU 17 in the matchup of the top two teams in the country. Uh, this is just going back to basic smash mouth football that North Dakota State has built its reputation on. They just put Lipke back there and they just say, we're coming right at you. This is what you expected us to do all day long. We fooled you in the first half. Now we're going to do it. Lipke behind Brozio in an eye on third and one. Lipke up the middle and he'll pick up the first down running left. Behind Westberg, the center, and Jensen and Malk on the left side of that line to the 29-yard line. Needed one, got two. It is a first down for North Dakota State. Did the Bison need that? 1.30 in the third, 21-17 NDSU. Jack Rabbits go with the full shift change at that front defensive line as we've seen them do all season long just to keep that rotation, keep their guys fresh coming in to battle this Bison offense. Servier, Van Morrow, Sanders, and Winkleman, the four starters back in. Bison, two wides right, double tights to the right as well. Miller in the gun from his own 29. Handoff up the middle, breaking one tackle, trying to bounce it out. Ganella broke a second, and he's finally brought down, spinning to the 32. That was a very nice effort by Dominic Ganella. Gain of three, Isaiah. A Stalbert at the tackle. Then we have some extracurricular at the end of the play and a flag way downfield where the wide receivers and corners were engaged. Malik Lofton and Dyshawn Gales were downfield locked in with Mock. And I'm not sure who threw a punch or who was dominating who, but that was 15 yards downfield from the play. Offense for 70. 15-yard penalty. Second down. Cody Malk, the NFL prospect, called for unsportsmanlike conduct. It's a 15-yard personal foul, and it's after the play. He also had the same call last Saturday at Indiana State for taking a block, taking a defender out of bounds to the sideline, got whistled for the exact same thing, playing well after the whistle, and that's exactly what happened here as he was downfield playing and blocking after the whistle. So final minute, third quarter. Bison 21, Jack 17 after the penalty. NDSU has the ball between the hashes at its own 17, facing a second down and right about 22. Three wides to the right. Empty set for Miller with two tight ends in the game. Miller starts to keep dropping back, wants to throw, falling down, throws it downfield incomplete. Miller was being hit, fell down as Tervier reached him and threw a wobbly duck down the near side. Nobody was near enough to make the catch. Diving was Isaiah Stahlberg, the closest man to it, got a fingertip on it, and that was all. Tavir was the one who got in and got pressure, and then he is now limping off to the sidelines. He's had a sore back this week anyway, was not 100% coming in, but now limped off the field. And the Jacks send Sanders out. They have three linemen in the game right now. Third down and 22 for NDSU from its own 17. Miller with three wides right, two left. Keep an eye on Mathis. This is where he excelled for the Bison offense a week ago. Miller takes the snap, fakes a pass. He'll run up the middle to the 20, evade one tackle and dive to the 24. Miller gains seven, but a safe play call for the Bison. And with 25 seconds in the clock running, NDSU may let this third quarter run out. We'll see. But my how things have changed. NDSU led 21 to seven. But have when you the seen third the, quarter began. Sorry, I was just going to say, you've seen the difference in this Jackrabbit ball club, both offensively and defensively. Coach Stiglmeyer said it, we're playing on our heels. This third quarter, they have not been playing on their heels. They are on their toes and being the aggressor. And we do indeed let the clock run out. So we've come to the end of the third quarter on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. Number one NDSU leads number two South Dakota State 21-17. 
Our fourth quarter in just a moment. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the start of the fourth quarter from the Fargo Dome. It is North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 17, but the Jacks are about to get the ball back here with a chance to go down the field and take the lead. The Jackrabbit app is your home for all things SDSU athletics. Access your ticket account, earn rewards from local businesses, plus in-game updates and live audio and video. Visit gojacks.com apps and download the Jackrabbit app on your mobile device right now. Hey, the South Dakota Farm Bureau. After every Jackrabbit touchdown, the Farm Bureau cannon will fire. The South Dakota Farm Bureau donates also $100 to a local community food pantry every time they do that. The South Dakota Farm Bureau, your trusted leader in agriculture. With Scotty Quaz in the field, Brent Bowen, Al Bahi in the Hefty Seed Broadcast booth, Hefty Brand Freedom Series Soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex Soybeans. I'm Tyler Merriam. SDSU dominates that third quarter, outscores the Bison 10-0 to cut this lead to 21-17. And NDSU about to punt to start the fourth quarter of play. Bison 311 total yards. Jacks 230. Isaiah Davis ran 13 times for 114 yards so far. Scotty, we mentioned he left the field earlier, but now he's back on your sideline. I walked through and did not see him so good. Uh, good catch on your part as well. But yeah, Isaiah is a tough one. I mean, we've we've <laughs> we've seen how many times that guy has been knocked down, but he's picked himself back up. So may have been more precautionary. Get the shoulder pads off. They don't have that medical tent on the sidelines here because it is such tight sidelines. That might be something you can do. You can help a, a player get a uniform off and get them looked at. There's just much more room by taking them off. So when we say they take them off the field, it might just be more convenient for them to be able to do that. Well, I watched him walk back out onto the field. He was carrying his helmet at the time and held it the whole time. He has just now in the last 15 seconds put it on and strapped it up because I was concerned that maybe he's out there but not going to play anymore. But now that he's got the hat on, I'm convinced that we will see him back in his ball game in the fourth quarter. Jacks won the third quarter in yardage, 119 to 31. And after Cam Miller was 12 for 12 in the first half, he was one for four in the third quarter. Westdorf. A high end-over-end punt. Jaden Yaki at the 31 secures the fair catch for South Dakota State. Caden Steindorf's punt traveled 45 yards, and we'll take a break. Seven seconds into the fourth quarter in Fargo. NDSU 21, SDSU 17. Jackrabbit ball when you return. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Fargo Dome. 21-17 in favor of North Dakota State with 14-53 left to go in this 19th Dakota marker game. When it comes to the activities that fill your life, Sanford Health has the expertise to keep you moving. Helping active people of all ages return to peak performance after injury. Call your local Sanford Health Clinic to make an appointment. And with that being said, let's send it down to Scotty, who has a, a report for us. You know, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of the enthusiasm here, and nobody brings that more than the uh, cheer squads for these two teams. But one, of course, for the Jackrabbit cheer squad, Brianna Damaris is in recovery, an SDSU cheerleader. You've uh, recognized her. She's probably one of the shortest ones out there, but she's been suffering with some uh, severe foot pain the last couple of years. And just on October 5th, after being back and forth to a number of doctors, some blood cots were discovered. She had to make the enormous decision to amputate below the knee, but her whole intention is to return as a cheerleader to the sideline for the Jackrabbits, the same thing her two sisters have done. So Brianna Damaris, we're all thinking of you, Jackrabbit Nation, cheering you on to get back to the sidelines. There is a GoFundMe set up for her as well. You can find that on social media. 
Jacks at their own 31, first and 10. Shotgun snap, give to Amar Johnson, 35, 36, 37 yard line. Six more yards for Johnson. Then at the end of the play, we see another Jackrabbit and Bison tied up. That was South Dakota State wideout A.J. Coons with Jaden Price of the Bison. But again, SDSU running behind the left side of the line. Johnson now seven rushes for 41 yards. Well, why wouldn't you run behind your two All-Americans over there and uh, Garrett Greenfield and Mason McCormick, those two big boys. Greenfield describes McCormick, he's the guy who brings the nastiness and grittiness to this offensive line. But Greenfield also says our mentality up front is we play five as one. Second and four jacks, left hash at their own 37. One wide either side. Gronowski waiting on the shotgun, letter high snap. Hands to Johnson, stretch player on the left side, 40. Stiff arms a man, 45, left sideline midfield. 45 to the 40, and he is shoved out of bounds inside the Bison 35-yard line. Amar Johnson, they're going to mark him near the 30-yard line of North Dakota State. That's going to be a run of well over 30 yards. We'll say 36 for the moment. They're still not sure where they're going to spot this thing. A very favorable spot to the 30. What a run by Johnson. That looked like it, that Go looked, ahead, Scott. Sorry. That looked like that was in fast motion, not slow motion. That looked like somebody sped that play up. Johnson, what a spark plug. I was going to say the offensive line had their blocks sealed back to the inside, and you're right. Johnson got to that corner, stuck his foot in, and went, got that stiff arm to get by the first tackler to pick up the big game. They marked it back to the 34 of the Bison, first and 10, blitzes on. Gronowski throws left side. Zach Hines makes the catch, turns up field along the left boundary, and he is hit out of bounds. They'll spot him at the 24 of North Dakota State. That is right about the sticks, but they haven't moved the chains yet. Now they do. So it's a first Dakota first down and 10 yards to Hines. Gronowski is now 13 of 18 on the day for over 100 yards. 13-25 remains. Bison 21, Jackrabbit 17, and SDSU a first and 10 of the North Dakota State 24. This second half offense is just looking so much more crisp for the Jackrabbits than they did in the first half. No tentativeness at all. Gronowski waiting on a shotgun snap, a one step back. Now he'll try to run, weaves his way around the left edge inside the 22 to the 21 to the 20. NDSU's coaching staff were furious. They wanted a holding penalty on the Jacks, and finally a flag came in very much late. Holding offense to the 50, 10-yard penalty. First down. There were literally three Bison coaches jumping as high as they could up and down multiple times, begging for that call. And it looked like it was a good one as you watch the replay that Gus Miller had a firm grasp of the Bison. Running back Angel Johnson with his first snap into the uh, huddle now. First penalty of the half on South Dakota State. Ball moved back to the 33 of North Dakota State because the Infraction happened a yard downfield. It's second, it's first, I should say. First and 19. First and 19 jacks at the Bison 33. 12-47 fourth quarter. 21-17 North Dakota State the lead. The Bison have not trailed today. Two wides right, one left. Gronowski with Angel Johnson the back to his left. A deep drop. Gronowski throwing right side on the crossing route. Bauer makes the catch. Dom Jones, the safety, made the tackle at the 30. Three-yard gain for Bauer. It'll be second and 16 SDSU at the North Dakota State 30. Well, that was good man-to-man -man coverage in the, the mid-range part of the field right there. A good open field tackle, but well-delivered pass from Gronowski right on the hands of Canyon Bauer to pick up that short gain and make it second and what, 15. Jacks have it right at the 30. They need to get close to the Bison 14. They have two receivers left, one of them Hines. 
One wide right, Jaden Yaki, Angel Johnson in the backfield with Gronowski. Yaki motions out of the backfield. They'll swing it to him left side with room left numbers 25. Cuts right and he spun down at the 21 yard line. Nine yards for Jaden Yaki and it sets up a manageable third and seven. SDSU four out of five on third downs in this second half, Al. And watching O'Brien match up against Wagey on that. I know I talk about it, but that's a key matchup right now. O'Brien took it. I mean, he's being the aggressor blocking on that offensive line. He's not stepping back, waiting for Wagey to make his move. He's making the first step out to get him and did a great job that time in pass protection. We have not seen Davis on this drive. Amar Johnson returns. Four wides, two left, two right. Bison four down linemen. Third and seven SDSU for the Bison 21. Gronowski, shotgun letter, high snap, looks to throw, screen right side, Jackson Yaki, and that play was eaten up. North Dakota State was waiting on that one. Backing up was the defensive lineman, Will Mostart, to help uh, clog things up, and John Stiglmeyer wastes no time sending Hunter Dustman on the field as we are under 11 minutes to play in the game. Bison 21, Jackrabbit 17, and Hunter Dustman, who was good from 31 earlier today, will now try what will be, well, let's see, Heidi moved it forward. So he'll catch it, place it to the 28. You're looking at a 38-yard field goal try for Dustman. Center of the field, so Dustman needs to hit it straight from 38. Five to snap it. Dustman's ready. Mueller's snap is good. Heidi the placement. Dustman's kick is on the way. Long enough and good. Hunter Dustman, two for two today, and the Jacks are within one. 10-25 remains, North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 20. Text SDSU to 97063 and be a part of Walmart's three-point play program. Every Jackrabbit field goal raises money for community health projects like parks, playgrounds, and trails. And it's all thanks to your local health insurance provider, Walmart, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield of South Dakota. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary, eight plays, 48 yards, four minutes, and 28 seconds. No further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 10.25 left, top-ranked NDSU leading second-ranked SDSU by the slimmest of margins, the Bison a 21-20 edge. This is Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. Welcome back inside the Fargo Dome with 10.25 left to go in the fourth quarter. The Jackrabbits continue to chip into the lead. It's top-ranked North Dakota State 21 and second-ranked South Dakota State 20. Subscribe to the Jackrabbit Sports Network podcast to hear the latest in SDSU athletics, weekly interviews, game replays, coaches shows, and more. Search Jackrabbits wherever you podcast and hit the subscribe button to unlock hours of weekly content. SDSU has not led today. Bison scored first. Jacks tied it. NDSU scored on its next two possessions. Went ahead 21-7. Jacks have dominated this second half and are within one thanks to a touchdown and two field goals. And now Hunter Dustman is right to left. End over end kickoff. And it is returnable at the one. On the right numbers, Rajah Nelson running to the left to the 10. Hurdles a defender and then took a big lick at the 15-yard line from Trevor Scott. There's a flag as well. Scott's made two nice tackles on special teams. Now let's check out this penalty as well. Multiple officials conversing near the 25-yard line. During the return, illegal block in the back. Return team, number 86, half the distance to the goal. First down. This will back the Bison up. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to South Dakota State football. 
NDSU in this half has had the ball twice. They've run 10 plays for 16 yards and punted on both occasions. And now NDSU, after its third penalty of the game, will have the ball at its own seven with a first and 10. Buys in one receiver in the set. They have four tight ends, Miller under center. And he will fake a handoff, rolling out to the right, throws to the left side of the formation, catch made, making one man miss, Logan Hofstead, and the tight end works his way up to the 18-yard line, and it will be a first down for North Dakota State at 10 yards. So, heck of a play call there by Tyler Roll of NDSU and the execution by the Bison to get out of the shadow of their own end zone. Yeah, absolutely, to set up and sell the run, the play-action pass deep in your own territory, thinking they're just gonna try to move it out and open up the field for themselves a little bit. Roll out, Miller finds another receiver. I believe that's his eighth completed pass to a different receiver this afternoon. 14 completions to eight different receivers. Bison first and 10 from their own 18. Low snap coming up with it, a handoff, a fake of a reverse, keeping it around the left edge across the 20 to the 23 yard line to Merrick Williams. Williams for five. Williams running from right to left, faked a reverse coming back the other way, then kept around the left edge for just over five yards on first down. 9.30 left. Bison 21, Jackrabbits 20. Well, after what was a stale third quarter for this Bison offense, they're showing a little bit of uh, trickery, some misdirection, gadget plays, trying to get some momentum back that they had in the first half. Lipke to the left of Cam Miller in the shotgun. One wide either side. Here's Lipke running up the middle, and Winkleman did a great job of diving and tripping him up, and Lipke fell forward into a cast of Jackrabbits at the 25. Lipke for maybe two, and third and three on the way as we're under nine minutes to play, and the buys in a 21-20 lead. Well, Lipke had his feet tangled up. There's two Jackrabbits on top of him, and Tyshawn Gales was just pounding away at that football on the backside <laughs> trying to get it out. Lipke's like, get him off me, and he has to step out for a play. Lipke, 14 rushes, 54 yards. Bison, a sixth offensive lineman in the game, three wides right. Miller, an empty set on third and three. He will run to the left side, and he will get stood up, and he'll go nowhere. The Jackrabbit defense strung it out. Cam Miller for no gain. The first man there was Ryan Van Morrow, and the Bison will punt with 8.15 in the clock ticking, and the Jacks trailing it by a single point. I'm going to correct you there. The first man there, Cody Mauk. Miller ran right into the back of his own offensive lineman. Van Marl did an outstanding job of just out-physicaling the offensive lineman that was trying to hold him up and seal him back into the inside, just pushed him back into the ball carrier. Caden Steindorf's first three punts have gone for an average of 41. He'll get rid of this, a high, not overly deep, wobbly kick. Jaden Yonke comes up and fair catches it at his own 42-yard line. That's only a 33-yard punt, and so South Dakota State with some very good field position when you come back to the Fargo Dome. 7.46 remains. NDSU 21, SDSU 20, the top two teams in the FCS playing for the Dakota marker. This is Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Fargo Dome. 7.46 to go in the fourth quarter. It's North Dakota State 21, South Dakota State 20. The Jackrabbits look for three in a row against the Bison. They have the ball on their own 41-yard line. Nutrient Egg Solutions. Ask any top performer, performer, and they'll tell you that home field advantage is definitely an advantage. Whether it's in a Jedi Cow Stadium or on your farm's fields, local knowledge and local support matter. Nutrient Egg Solutions and the Jacks are leading the field this season and beyond. 
Hey, join us at a packed house, Cubby Sports Bar and Grill for the John Stiglmeyer Radio Show every Monday night, 6 p.m. right here on the Jackrabbit Sports Network as well. Cubby Sports Bar and Grill, they are your Jackrabbit game day headquarters on Main Avenue, downtown Brookings. This is the best field position the Jacks have had in the game. They start at their own 41. 7.46 left, Bison 21, Jacks 20. Two wides right, double tights left. Amar Johnson in the back. Jaden Yonke in motion. Jet sweep, pitch to him, 45 midfield. Jaden Yonke left, numbers 40, 35, 30. Stiff arm inside the 25. And he's finally tackled by Dawson Weber at the 20-yard line of North Dakota State. 39 yards and a first Dakota first down on the jet sweep, which counts as a pass from Gronowski to Jaden Yonke. And a great kickout block by Mike Morgan on that left side to get the defender to the outside and a great read by Yonke to cut up inside there to get to that second level and pick up those 39 yards. Huge play for the Jackrabbits. Brenner in the game, tight end right. Hines and Morgan, double tights left. Coons wide left. Johnson behind Gronowski, first and 10 of the Bison 20. It's a give to Johnson, running left, cuts right, and he breaks through one tackle as he spun down near the 14-yard line for a six-yard gain. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude. Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. These last couple of plays really like the misdirection that the Jackrabbits are showing. Motion one way, ball going the other way. They're hitting the hole quick. They've got this Bison defense off balance and now NDSU back on their heels. Second and four at the Bison 14, under seven minutes to play. Brenner motions as a tight end to the right. It is a handoff to Johnson, running right inside the 11, near the first down at the 10. As he tried to work his way through the last tackle, took a big hit backwards and they are signaling first down. So Johnson gets the first Dakota first down, and it looks like it's goal to go. So first and goal for the Jackrabbits, 6.20 remains in the Fargo Dome. South Dakota State trailing North Dakota State. It's a 21-20 Bison lead. Amar Johnson remains in the game. He'll be behind Gronowski. Wide right goes Jackson Yonke. Tight to the left, Jaden Yonke with Morgan and Hines, the two tight ends. First and goal, Jacks from the Bison 10, center of the field. Shotgun snap, hand to Johnson, up the middle, inside the eight, to the seven, to the six. Johnson for four more. He's up to 84 yards on 11 attempts today as the Jackrabbits face second and goal at the NDSU six. That tells you the faith that Zach Lujan, John Stiglmeyer have in John O'Brien and Evan Berenson over on that right-hand side. They are running right at Spencer Wagey those last couple of plays and getting positive yardage doing it. 5.30 to play, Jackrabbits down a point. Two receivers left, double tights right, Johnson behind Gronowski. Bison, five men at the line, now the Jacks realign. Tight three men left, wide left, Jackson Yonke. Shotgun snap, Gronowski, hand to Johnson, inside the five, to the three, to the two, lowers his shoulder, and he's down near the one. It'll be third and goal, South Dakota State. Johnson for five more. The clock bleeds under the five-minute mark, and SDSU is 36 inches away from the lead for the first time today. Isaiah Davis checking back into the game. Ball is near the right hash mark on the one-yard line. 4.45 left, it's third and goal. Davis behind Gronowski, Brenner on the right side of Gronowski to his left, Morgan. 
Gronowski now sprints out as a wide out to the right. Snap to Davis. He'll run off the right side into the... No, he didn't get in. It looked like he was falling forward. He got hit back at the last moment. Boy, a body fell forward, and then Davis got hit back. He did not get in. Yeah, that was a great second surge by the defense. Stopped him at the goal line. They had the first hit, and Davis just does not have the physicality. You can tell he is a hurting unit out there right now. In fact, he's going off to the sideline again, and that right arm is just hanging. The Jacks will try a field goal. They're not going to go on fourth and goal at the one. Four minutes clock running. Hunter Dustman is two for two today. This is a severe angle off the right hash. It's an 18-yard field goal, shorter than an extra point. Good snap, good hold. Dustman's kick is up, and it's good! For the first time today, South Dakota State has the lead. With 3.45 remaining, it's South Dakota State 23 and North Dakota State 21. Text SDSU to 97063 and be a part of Walmart's three-point play program. Every Jackrabbit field goal raises money for community health projects like parks, playgrounds, and trails. And it's all thanks to your local health insurance provider, Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of South Dakota. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary, six plays, 58 yards in three minutes and 59 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 3.47 left. SDSU leading 23-21 over top-ranked North Dakota State. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 3.47 to play in the Dakota Marker Classic. And second-ranked South Dakota State leads top-ranked North Dakota State 23-21. In the second half, the Jacks 235 yards to NDSU's 48. The Jacks have run 32 plays to the Bison 14. With Scotty Quas on the field, Al Bahi, Brent Bowen in the booth, I'm Tyler Merriam. Hefty brand Freedom Series soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex soybeans. A field goal could win it for the Bison. Griffin Crosa, five for five on the year. His long for his career was a 46-yarder at Delaware. That was back in September of 2019. So file that one away. Hunter Jack Dustman will kick from right to left. Jacks have to contain on this kick. Special teams has been a bugaboo in the first half. They need to contain this and not allow a return. Rajah Nelson called for a fair catch in the end zone and made it two yards deep. That's and the so way to do it. NDSU will start at its own 25. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet, a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. So 3.49 to play. Both teams with their full allotment of three timeouts. And that Jackrabbit defense that has played so well in this half. Hicks and Tervere are the ends. The tackles Van Morrow and Sanders. Bach and Spalding are the linebackers along with Stalberd. And then you have Gales, Beanham, along with Large and Herter, the safeties. Cam Miller, the Bison quarterback in the shotgun. Three wides left, first and 10. Here's Lipke running left. He'll break one tackle to the 29-yard line. Four yards for Lipke, who has 58 on 18 attempts. Bison don't need to be in a huge hurry yet. 3.35 to play. To get into reasonable field goal range, they need to reach the Jackrabbit 30, so they need about 40 yards. And both teams have all three timeouts left as well. So like you said, no worry. There's lots of ways for both teams to stop the clock. Five wides, two left, three right. I'm in a four-man front for the Jacks. Miller with nobody with him in the backfield. 
takes the knee-high shotgun snap, three-step drop, throws near side, catch is made, and Dallas Beanham shoves back the receiver, DJ Hart, and he did not make the first down. Hart is inbounds at the 34, it's third and one, as the clock coming up on the three-minute mark. Great break by Beanham on that pass to make the hit quickly, cleanly, and prevent him from getting that yard to gain. 2.55 clock runs. Number two SDSU leads number one North Dakota State 23-21. Miller under center, two backs behind him. The quarterback takes the snap, leans forward, and oh, who knows? He may have just gotten it. Yeah, they'll give it to him across the 35. Didn't get it by much. Bison lean that pile forward. They had Brozio and Lipke, the two fullbacks, lined up right behind him, and they both equally shoved him to make sure he got a yard and a half. And it's a first down for the Bison, 2.39 clock runs. The rugby scrum. It certainly was. Bison will send two wides right, one left. They still got to get probably another 40 yards, though. Tameric Williams, the back, to the left of Cam Miller. Motioning right to left, Zach Mathis, play fake, Miller to throw, lobs it right side, Mathis makes the catch on the near boundary, and he is hit out of bounds just inside of Jackrabbit territory. Mathis on the reception for a gain of 16, and it is a first down with 2.19 to play. Jack's 23, Bison 21. And that's the first catch, first target for Mathis since the first possession of this ballgame, first drive of the ballgame for NDSU. He had gone silent. As the clock runs towards two minutes, NDSU with three receivers left. In the backfield, Rajah Nelson, a motion out to the right, so nobody alongside the quarterback, Cam Miller. From the Jacks 49, Miller to throw, left side, catch is made by Mathis, and Dyshawn Gales held him up on the far side for only a two-yard gain to the 47 of SDSU. It'll be second down and eight, clock starting to become a factor, 142 to go. Bison do have all three timeouts, trailing the Jacks 23-21. Well, they're looking to take advantage of the height that uh, Mathis has over the D-backs, but again, a good open field tackle by Dyshawn to wrap him up. Mathis is six feet six. Second and eight, buys it at the SDSU 47. Miller, a three-step drop, feeling the rush, steps up, tries to run, and he goes down. Ran into the arms of Reese Winkleman and Caden Johnson back at the 49. It's a loss of two, and the Bison call timeout. First charge timeout, 30-second timeout. And what a time for the first sack of the day by the Jackrabbit defense. For SDSU, that is 17 on the year. And with 119 remaining, North Dakota State with a third and 10 just across midfield at the Jackrabbit 49-yard line. And Tyler, on the two plays prior, both passing plays, the Jackrabbits had blitzed from different areas. So that time, they didn't blitz. Miller, I think, was feeling somebody was coming. Great job in the secondary on the coverage as he was staring down the middle of the field to try to find somebody. And then I think he heard some of those footsteps coming and stepped up into the sack. Miller was 11 for 11 in the first half. He's six for nine in this half. On third downs in the second half, the Bison are two out of five. This is four down territory out of the timeout. NDSU, two wides right, one left. Tameric Williams, the back on the right hip of the quarterback Miller, a deep drop with time. He'll throw it left sideline, incomplete. He threw it behind the receiver, Mathis, and it's fourth and 10. Here's your football game with 1.14 to play. Well, Miller had the matchup he wanted on that side with Mathis on the sideline, matched up one-on-one -on -one against Dyshawn Gales, but 
Mathis continued his route five yards further down, and Miller threw it back shoulder five yards short of where he was. Five and one, South Dakota State ranked number two. Five and one, North Dakota State ranked number one. And it all comes down to this, 114 remaining. Jacks 23, Bison 21. North Dakota State a fourth and 10, middle of the field at the Jackrabbit 49. Two wides right, one to the left. Cam Miller, the quarterback, takes the snap. Jacks rush four. Miller looking, lobs it deep down the left side, and it's broken up, deflected away by Dallas Beanham with 1-0-7 to play. Now just flat out great coverage. If Miller can lead him a little bit, there's a chance for a catch, but Beanham's length just reached out and knocked it to the ground. I'll tell you what, what Jimmy Rogers said earlier in the week, Tyler, in our conversation with Jimmy Rogers, he said, we love being cheered on by our fans at home. The, only, the, the next thing, almost as good as that, is silencing an opponent crowd on their home field. New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score a bit with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. Bison have two timeouts. There's 1.07 left, so it isn't quite over yet. Jacks do need to bleed the clock out. Although many Bison fans in this sellout crowd heading for the exits. Say the exits are filling as this occurs. And John Stigelmeyer taking State. a timeout. First charge timeout. 30-second timeout. Jacks want to make sure they have everything aligned. 18,603 is the crowd today in the Fargo Dome. And the Jacks down 21-7 at half. NDSU dominating this game. And South Dakota State rallies for a touchdown and three Hunter Dustman field goals. 16 unanswered points in this second half. And the Jackrabbits need to run off the final 67 seconds to win it. Bison have two timeouts, so they can stop the clock twice. And the Jacks are playing that game of math, trying to run out the clock against a rival in a dome. Well, and that's the thing you want to do right here. Do you just take the knee right away and let them call that timeout? You only take a couple of seconds off the clock. You can run the ball one side or the other. You just want to make sure you're hanging on to that ball. Make well, them, they'll burn their timeouts. There's no question. It's Let's take as much time off the clock as we can. Amar Johnson the back to the left of Gronowski, first and 10. Gronowski bobbled the snap, fake to Johnson, running left to midfield. Breaks the tackle, 45. First down inside the 40, and that will do it in the Fargo Dome. Mark Gronowski dealt with questions for the last year and a half. Yes, you beat NDSU, but can you do it in the Fargo Dome when it's full? And Gronowski just answered the question by clinching this with a first down run. You know what? That's what Coach Diggelmeyer said coming out at halftime. We're not going to be on our heels in this second half. That's an aggressive play right there. You take the knee, yeah, you could, but you're, you're giving the defense the momentum. Instead, we've been playing great this whole second half. And it wasn't the best snap. <laughs> Gronowski no. had to reach and corral it. He bobbled that just a touch. Jax can kneel it now under 35 seconds. Gronowski does just that. Gronowski takes the knee, a big hug with Amar Johnson, and the celebration on the far sideline of everyone wearing those white uniforms is in full gear. 18 seconds and the clock will tick. Jacks We're down to, to 10 seconds now. They'll go to 2-0 in the iced out uniforms, Tyler. Beat Missouri State on the road, come on the road to the Fargo Dome and do the same. 
There is a new number one in the FCS, and she's wearing yellow and blue. South Dakota State has beaten North Dakota State for the Dakota marker for the third consecutive time. The Jackrabbits in front of a sellout crowd in the Fargo Dome score 16 unanswered points in the second half. 23-21, the Jackrabbits down the Bison. We invite you to stay tuned to the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. The Jacks shake hands with the Bison. Now they go over to the Dakota marker. Isaiah Stahlberg, the first on the scene to lift that 75-pound rock high into the air. What a moment for SDSU in Fargo. Jacks 23, Bison 21. The first Dakota National Bank postgame show coming up next. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. The first Dakota National Bank postgame show continues from the Fargo Dome, where South Dakota State, in front of a sellout crowd of over 18,000, overcomes a 21-7 halftime deficit, outscoring the Bison 16-0 in the second half to defeat NDSU 23-21. Joining us on the field, Hunter Dustman, one of the stars of today's game, the punter kicker extraordinaire out of East Bethel, Minnesota. Hunter, I want to start with a broad question. You're the first guy since Adam Vinatieri for this Jackrabbit team to place kick, kick off, and punt. How challenging is that to try to juggle all of those responsibilities? Uh, it gets challenging over time. I mean, the season has been long already, but um, challenging all three and the different ty types of kicks uh, can get challenging at times. But I mean, with the help of the coaches and them, uh, you know, being supportive of what I'm doing, uh, it, they make it a lot easier. How important is Jaden Mueller to your job? Oh, I mean, without him, I'm nothing. So, I mean, Jaden Mueller, but also, I mean, like our whole point unit, whole kickoff uh, unit, and um, my big guys up front on field goals. So, like, I mean, yeah, Jaden Mueller's there, but I mean, Bo Donald, Mason, Kevin, like I could go down the list. So, my job is only as good as their job. So, they just make me look good. Well, you certainly look good today, and let's talk about how you did that in this environment because you got a lot of people who are yelling and screaming every time you're trying to make a big kick today. Do you even hear that noise as you're lining up for a kick? Um, not really anymore. I mean, we practice so much throughout the week of uh, kicking uh, field goals and, and using the punt unit with uh, crowd noise. So it, once you get out there, I mean, it kind of just comes secondhand, and I mean, you know your responsibilities and your roles, and you just go out there and execute. Well, I want to ask you in particular about the game winner. You have less than four minutes left, and this is shorter than a PAT, but it's a pretty severe angle off the right hash. So what's the thought process as you come out with your team down a point with 349 left? Uh, I mean, get the ball through the uprights and get it up high enough where they won't block it, and uh, we can go celebrate later. You make it sound so simple, Hunter, but what was your reaction when you saw that it was good? My reaction was probably looking at Mason McCormick and him just screaming, and I was screaming right back at him. So that was a special moment that we shared right there. Hey, what was your angle on the play that Beanham had to knock the ball away and secure the win? I wasn't even watching enough, if I'm being honest. I was uh, getting ready just in case we had to kick another field goal. Have you touched the Dakota marker yet? Yes. Okay, good for you. You should. Congratulations on the win, Hunter. A great performance, and go enjoy this one. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. That is Hunter Dustman from East Bethel, Minnesota. And again, Bethel, uh, East Bethel, Minnesota's Hunter Dustman came into today 5 of 11 on field goals, and he made all three. He had a big day for the yellow and blue as second-ranked South Dakota State defeats top-ranked North Dakota State 23-21. 
With us now, the sophomore running back out of O'Fallon, Minnesota, Amar Johnson. Amar, first off, congratulations, and how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's talk a little bit about this. You guys have been beaten up at times as a football team, and that's part of what you deal with, I know, on a day-in, day-out basis. But you've dealt with some injuries. How are you feeling? Uh, I was feeling really great coming into this um, game. You know, practice was good, and I was feeling a little hot. Um, after that first catch, I was feeling real good. So I was at that point. At that point, I was just like, hey, keep me in. Let me roll. I was feeling real good. Ankles wasn't hurting none of that. Well, and when you've had some issues, Angel, Josh, even a little more of Isaiah Davis to help the Jacks get through, with Davis banged up today, you had to carry a little more of the load. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always tell Zay, whenever you need me, bro, I got your back. And, I mean, me and Zay, both from Missouri, you know, we got that brotherhood together already. So it's like it's a little one-two punch, and that's what we did today. Zay went out. I know I had to finish the game. Coach Dig walked up to me at halftime and said, hey, do you? That's what I did. Tell me what you saw and how you executed the 16-yard touchdown run that involved plenty of twists and turns on the way yeah. to the pylon across from you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like anybody who plays me, you got to stay true. You can't overrun. So both la both linebackers overrun over top. So I knew cutback was there, and I just had to make a guy miss on the uh, far right hash. I did that, and it was six. All right, let me ask you, did you see the play Beanham made to secure the win? Yeah, it was a great play. I was hyped. I was on the sideline, like, praying and everything. I saw him make the play. I was like, yes, we did it. We did it. Number one team. Now, I got to ask you this, too, because you were standing in the backfield with Gronowski on that uh, run he had. He had to struggle a little bit with that snap. He made a heck of a play. Yeah, he did. When he uh, when he pulled it, I was kind of like, whoa, what's going on? Then I seen him uh, running on the back on the back end. I was like, all right, we got the first down. That's game. Amar, have you touched the marker yet? Uh, I have not. Well, then don't let us keep you anymore. Go find hey, it, okay? I got you. Thank you. Congratulations, Amar. Thank you. That's Amar Johnson with us here on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. If you're just joining us, where the heck you been? South Dakota State was down 21-7 at half. The Jackrabbits rally for 16 unanswered points in the second half and defeat North Dakota State by a final of 23-21. We've talked to two individuals, and we're going to catch up with a third right now. So let's head back down to the sidelines and catch up with one of the key contributors to this game, the third-year sophomore defensive back out of Omaha, Nebraska, Dallas. Beanham is with us. Dallas, congratulations. What are you feeling right now? Hey, man, I'm just taking it all in right now. It really feels really good. We came in number two, left this place number one. So it feels really great. And finally, we can, you know, keep that Dakota marker back in Brookings. So it feels great. Last couple of weeks, you've been a part of a lot of big things here, whether it's defense, special teams. You've been involved in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, like, Coaches trust me to put me in those positions and, you know, practice throughout the week. You know, I'll just be working hard, putting all that work in. So, I mean, I'm just glad it shows out on the field on Saturdays. Dallas, the first three buys and drives, they looked very impressive. Go down the field, score on all three. You're down 21-7. What's the mindset at that point when this is a good team and they're moving the football in an impressive fashion? Uh, I mean, give credit to NDSU. They had some good stuff to go against us that we didn't prepare for at, uh, in practice. So we just had to make some adjustments at halftime. You know, we knew we kept our composure. We knew we had to lock in and just uh, pay attention to the adjustments we made. So I think defense did a great job and offense did a great job by helping us out and keeping with, staying with us. So I think both sides did really good at keeping their composure and just thugging it out. And there's something to be said for never really being rattled. And Colby Herter, what a play he makes mm -hmm. on that interception at the goal line because yeah. that had a chance of being a backbreaker in the first half. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, I think, just like I said, you know, just keeping our composure, just bend, don't break. You know, that's, that's our defense. We have standards that we have every week. And, you know, we just got to keep to those standards and just bend, don't break, and we know never give up. We always 
we all just never give up on a possession because you never know what could happen. And Kobe made a great play on that interception. Okay, I want you to explain what you saw and what you acted on on that last NDSU offensive play that you end up breaking up the pass to secure a Jackrabbit win. Uh, so, you know, I was I was locked up on this guy. He motioned in, and then um, I knew by his um, his posture he was going to do a crossing route, so I just ran with him, kept my eyes on my man, and then uh, I saw his eyes get big and his hands go up, and I just punched the ball, played through the ball, so made a good play. So it was a great play call as well. Dallas, how cool was it to hear 18,600 fans, most of them North Dakota State fans, silently walking out of the building here at the end of the day? And that's the best part. You know, one good part is to pick up that Dakota marker at the end, but, you know, it's also a great part to see all the fans leaving uh, at the end of the fourth quarter, being quiet, not booing as much and talking like they were early in the game. So it felt good to shut them up and get them out of their own stadium. So that felt really good. Dallas, I know you want to go hold the marker and celebrate. Don't let us keep you anymore. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's Dallas Bina. Much more to come on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. You'll hear from the head coach, John Stigelmeyer, final stats and more. South Dakota State 23, North Dakota State 21, the final. Number two defeats number one in the Fargo Dome. Stay tuned. You're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. You're listening to the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. The second time ever that numbers one and two meet in the regular season in the FCS in second-ranked South Dakota State. 16 unanswered second-half points as the Jacks rally from a 21-7 halftime deficit to defeat the Bison 23-21 and win control of the marker for the third consecutive time. Tyler Miriam alongside the head coach of the Yellow and Blue, John Stigelmeyer, down on the field. You've been through a lot of these. You've seen a lot of football. Uh, this one's got to be pretty special for you. Yeah, it's really special. It's uh, I'm so proud of our guys. Uh, you know, they came out in the second half and they flipped the switch and they played one play at a time, and uh, they had a grit beyond. You know, our O line stepped up, our back stepped up, Mark stepped up. Our defense did a phenomenal job. I just uh, thank thank God for every one of those guys. Maybe I'm simplifying it by asking this question, but what changed from the first half to the second half? I think uh, maybe the fact that we were kind of had a chip on our shoulders, a shoulder that we, we didn't play very well, and we let the crowd, you know, control us rather than us, you know, enjoying the crowd. I mean, this is a great environment for a college football game, and, and uh, I think we just came out uh, so much more poise and confidence. And then you got to stop on defense, which we hadn't done in the first half. Uh, then the interception, you know, that, that adds strength to it too. We talked about it a little before we got on the air, but the offensive line did seem like it had some issues at times in the first half, just handling everything. You have an All-American in Spencer Wagey who had a great first half, but in the second half, John O'Brien really contained him, and that offensive line as a whole really played well. Yeah, I'm so proud of John. You know, he had tough, tough uh, assignment. He, uh, uh, he's a great player, Spencer is, and, and uh, he lines wide. You can't see the ball. He gets the jump. He's very athletic and, and, and it's huge. And in the second half, I mean, John O'Brien played like an all-conference player. And, and, and uh, you know, he may be, end up being the player of the week, even though he struggled in, in the first half. So really, really came back. And, you know, that's when your coaches believe in you, those things, they, they have a chance to happen, and they happen today. There's going to be a lot of talk about the second half and what you did in the second half, but I think the play of the game is Colby Herter's interception at the goal line because if NDSU scores on that drive, it may be out of reach. Who knows? And Herter really stemmed the tide for you with that tremendous play. There's no doubt, but when if that happens and our decision-making becomes different and you know, all that stuff, you know, I, I, we should have probably went for two when we were down uh, you know, when we, when we decided to keep the rep, rep deficit at four, 
but it all works out, and uh, you play hard. You believe in yourself. You believe in your coaches, and, and we got the win up here in a, in a tough environment. You told me earlier, offensive line coach Ryan Olson said he's never been as proud of a unit as he is of this group today. Yeah, you know, they struggled in the first half, and, and uh, John O'Brien struggled in the first half, and, and uh, I'm sure co Coach said, uh, you know, you need to go out and, and do it. You can do it. I believe in you, and he did it. And uh, the power of belief is it goes way beyond technique and height, weight, and that type of thing, and, and we have that in our program. Isaiah Davis, 14 rushes, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Didn't play the full game. He was beat up, took a lot of licks, but, uh, man, he had some big moments, including a Herculean run for that first touchdown. Yeah, phenomenal play. Just, uh, you know, we've, we've grown, I think, to – almost expect something like that and then when you do it against North Dakota State you know you really know how good how good he is you know they they, they got the ball running too and we, we slowed it down in the second half but I hope hope for Isaiah's sake he's, he's healthy because he's a heck of a football player but but then Amar yes. rose up and then again believe in your players look them in the eye hand them the ball and, and they do good things Amar Johnson in that second half coach 11 carries 89 yards and that touchdown and that touchdown run Davis's may have been more of power where Johnson's was just a thing of beauty yeah, he cut back and cut back and cut back. and I eventually lost him, and the guys up <laughs> up top said he got into the end zone. But uh, you know, he he you know, we t I told him on the sidelines. You know, when when Isaiah got dinged, I said we need you, and he came in the the locker room afterwards. He said, I said, I got you, coach, I got you. So he uh, he had me. So he responded. We've talked a lot the last couple of weeks about Dallas Beanham has made so many plays, and there he was. He's the man that knocks the pass away on the final NDSU offensive possession. Huge play. Uh, it still would have been a struggle, I think, for North Dakota State with the time, but a huge play in the game. And obviously, we've got to learn to act like we've been there. We're celebrating on the field, and we got to get back and, and know we got to finish that game. And a great run by Mark there at the end uh, to kind of seal it. And he struggled with that snap a little bit, too, to come up with it and then to take the run like he did. That was a big moment for Gronowski. It was, and, and a great call, great design by Zach Lujan. Uh, you know, just, it, you know, he's not handing it off. and He's keeping the ball because it, it can be a read in that play and a smart play, and Mark, Mark did a tremendous job. What are you happiest with from this one? Just, just the joy in our players, just uh, the excitement. And, you know, it's tempered a little bit, uh, which I, I think is cool. Because it's tempered, because it's not a surprise. It's not a, it's not a, a, a accident that we came up here and won the game. These guys have worked so hard, and they've had a lot of success. They believe, and uh, that's what I'm most proud of, most excited, most excited about. What jumps off to you negatively? Disappointed in something today? I just didn't handle it. You know, after the Iowa game, I thought we'd handle the environment uh, a little bit better, but uh, we did in the second half. And uh, we got the win, and, and uh, you know, football's an imperfect game. You'll, know, you'll never be able to watch a play and say it was perfect, but this, this is a perfect feeling. In fact, that score is the score we lost in Frisco, so that we, we flipped, the, flipped the, the, the sides on that. Stig, I know it only means so much. I know it doesn't matter in the long run, but assuming that we know how pollsters operate, when number two goes on the road and beats number one, number two gets elevated to number one. If that indeed happens, and South Dakota State is the number one team in the nation in that poll, what would that mean? Uh, I'd mean uh, uh, a bunch of guys in 2004 drew a line in the sand and stepped over it and said, let's change the image of South Dakota State football, and it's been changed. So, Coach, congratulations. Thanks, Tyler.
It's John Stigelmeyer, the head coach of the South Dakota State football program. And Coach Stig, 26th year with the Jackrabbits, turned 64 back in February. His 191st career win, and no doubt one of the sweetest. SDSU 23, NDSU 21. Much more to come on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. So come on back to the Fargo Dome, why don't you? This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield.